This, this, this is a live presentation of the Thai Cats Audio Network. Are you ready? Thai Cats football is on the air. Touchdown, Tiger Cats! Caught it! It's a touchdown. Number seventeen, Luke Tasker. What a catch! Now the voice of the Tiger Cats. Here is R.J. Broadhead with analyst. Luke Tasker. Good evening. Welcome to the Ticats Audio Network. The Tiger Cats second last home game of the season. Time flies. And who would have thought an October 7th game against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders would have extreme implications in the CFL's East Division. The Riders cannot qualify for the playoffs in the West. They have to cross over and the Tiger Cats are currently sitting in third spot. That's the position that the Riders want to finish higher than. A tie for the Tiger Cats in points would allow them to take that third spot. So there is a little bit of math but the basic math here Luke is win and you're in and I'm talking about win out win your final four games if you're the Tiger Cats. Both teams still have that, uh, you know, in their deck to play, which is interesting. You know, neither team right now, you know, before this next three hours is relying on anybody else. They both can win out their seasons and get into the playoffs. But of course, one of those streaks is going to break, you know, if, uh, here in four quarters And the Tiger Cats. If they cannot pull out this win in Tim Hortons Field against Sask, their pathway to the playoffs becomes very, very difficult. And you start relying on a lot of things to happen. It was interesting to hear some players speak this week for the Tiger Cats that it is a must win. Wes Hill says it's a must have. Of course, coaching staff won't go there. I know you won't say it's a must win yet. How would you word this one? Well, it's a must win if you want to control your own destiny and you don't even have to watch the other games going on during the season. But if you want to do that, you've got to start here tonight. Well, it's a big one. We know that. And uh, coin toss and kickoff is coming up next. You're listening to the Ticats Audio Network. Great to have Danny McManus being honored on the wall of honor at Tim Hortons Field. So many great statistics. And when you, you take a look at some of them, he's going to have those quarterback records for quite a while for the Tiger Cats. For passing yards, he's got over twice as many as second place, and that's Mike Kerrigan in second place. So Dane Evans, he'll have to play for a while and have a lot of success to, to creep up to Danny McManus. Huge game. Tiger Cats coming in with a record of 4-10. and ten. And the Riders at 6-9. and nine. But keep in mind with the Riders, they started the season with four wins and one loss. They have lost eight of their last 10, including four in a row. And they haven't lost four in a row since 2016. That was the last time they missed the playoffs. Tiger Cats in all black. Last time they wore all black, they had their best game of the season. That was against Winnipeg. And that's the only time they've worn these uniforms until now. And the Riders in their white tops, green pants, green helmets. Andre Prue, the referee tonight. And we're all set for the coin toss at midfield. Okay, gentlemen, this is the coin we'll be using for the coin toss. The CFL logo will be heads, and the team logo will be tails. Saskatchewan, your choice. Tails has been called. Would you toss the coin? Tails has been called. We've got a heads. 
Hamilton has won the toss. You want to defer? Saskatchewan, your choice. You want to receive. Which way are you going to kick? Stay as is, please. Saskatchewan will receive. Have a great game, gentlemen. So, I think Andre Pruitt, the referee, knew that the Tiger Cats were going to defer. He has probably heard that a few times from the Tiger Cats. Yeah, but that's the classic That's the classic decision at Tim Hortons Field. Defer, and then the team receives, and then you put your back to the mountain for the first quarter. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it goes most nights I, here. I think he said, Hamilton, you have won the toss. You want to defer? <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of framed that question for him, yeah. didn't he? So, the Tiger Cats will be going into the wind, and it is... A bit gusty at times, just looking at the official forecast, says it's around nine kilometers an hour out of the northwest, but looking at the flags, they're straight out. So there are some gusts here, and it is about eight degrees. So people are bundled up here at Tim Hortons Field, but you know they'll be loud. And looking at one aspect I'm excited to see, and the riders are going to get the ball, first of all, and... By the way, Darren Flutie is helping out Pigskin Pete. And it's great to have Darren Flutie back. Had a chance to catch up with him yesterday. He has not been back in Hamilton since 2002. He's just been busy with family. And starting his new business. And he got the crowd going. Number 82, Darren Flutie. And getting Flutie and McManus back here at Tim Hortons Field. Tiger Cats haven't won the Grey Cup since 1999. To put that mm -hmm. into perspective, Keandre Smith was born in the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> so they're due, and maybe getting those two back together for the first time in 20 years will be some good luck. Tiger Cats need some good luck. The Riders have fallen on hard times. Both of these teams come in on a streak of one win in their last five games, and mm -hmm. yet... One of them's going to leave here with a victory, and it'll go a long way in deciding the East Division third-place team. Yeah. And for the Ticats, you know, you end the season with the back-to-back -back against Ottawa. And you hope as a fan and you hope as a CFL onlooker that those games are, are very important. Well, Ottawa know. is not out of this. Nobody's talking not. about Ottawa. They are not they, out of this yet. They have a chance. And 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 these and this next week, Sask and Calgary for Hamilton. Um, boy, it's just going to be exciting to see how it all all plays out. But tonight, we've got RJ. It's already black as midnight outside. Oh, yeah. and it's starting to get football weather here and it's chilly and there's a Ticat, a Tim Hortons Field wind out there. So that'll be, a, we'll, we'll see how that plays into tonight as well. We are under the lights, the coldest evening for football so far in this 2022 season. And the Tiger Cats will kick off to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I'm fascinated to see this Saskatchewan running game tonight, Luke. Taking a look oh, yeah. at their running backs, they have a ton of injury at running back. They've brought back Shaq Cooper. They cut him twice and have brought him back. He doesn't have a carry this year. And Mario Alford is a kick return specialist and a receiver. He had one carry four years ago. So between the two riders running backs, they have a carry in the last four years. And Tiger Cats are pretty good against the run. And, they, and Sask has relied on their run game all season, and they've had good production with it. The, the only team who's run the ball more is Calgary. They, they sat, Saskatchewan puts the ball on the ground a lot, and now they have some key tools missing from their lineup tonight. And it's actually Fajardo is their leading rusher. Their, their starting quarterback, Cody Fajardo, is their leading rusher on the field tonight. And, of course, the Ticat defense has a great run stop. So we'll see how that run game matchup plays out. And we're going to see it right off the hop here at Tim Hortons Field. 
All set to go. Game number 15 of the season for the Tiger Cats. 16th game for the Riders. And Damagala, a really low kick, a short kick. It's picked up at about the 40, but the special teams got down there in a hurry and only limited the gain to maybe three or four yards, but still pretty good starting field position for the Rough Riders. It was a squib kick. I mean, they're kicking into the wind here. Damagala kept it low, but it, it seemed like he didn't get all of that. I mean, that ball was, was fielded at the 40-yard line, and Sask will have a nice starting field position here with the wind at their backs. Cody Fajardo. This offensive line for the Rough Riders has been talked about a lot. They've allowed the most quarterback sacks. Cody Fajardo quickly throws to his right, completes it to Kieran Moore. He'll get up across the 50, close to midfield. Needed to get to midfield for the first down. You can tell this is effectively a playoff football game. We've had two plays, including the kickoff, and there's pushing, shoving, you know, gang tackling and, and physicality already coming out. This is going to be this is going to be an aggressive, competitive football game. Somebody tell the Riders, Simone Lawrence isn't playing. He's still <laughs> injured. Riders, not big fans of number 21, but everyone here is. Fajardo, it's second and four. Throws over the middle. It's high. It's incomplete. Intended for Shaq Evans. And it goes incomplete. So two and out for the Riders. And... They have a lot of those this season. Really great wide receiver screen on first down there for what was a six-yard gain and a well-executed play, and then Fajardo just missed that, and that was a very, uh, you know, that was a second down that they could have converted, uh, and they failed to do that. Interesting putt formation here. Yeah, it was just the long snapper at the line of scrimmage. Then the Riders all ran up there. Here's the good news. Lawrence Woods is back for the Tiger Cats. And he gets the ball at his own 11. Runs to his right. A hand on it, but he broke the tackle. Runs to his left. Now tries to go straight ahead along the numbers. And he gets across the 20-yard line. A lot of work, but he didn't get a ton of yardage. But he did make a few guys miss. And it's good to see Lawrence Woods back. Well, we talked about the Rough Riders offensively do run the ball a good deal, and that was a two and out after two pass attempts there, one completion and one incompletion. And the uh, pass rush for the Ticats, they've got to make some pro some progress tonight getting back to their efficiency. They had a stretch midseason where they really were able to get to the quarterback a lot, but good two and out for the Ticat defense to start. Tiger Cats start from their own 21. Wes Hills. He'll run a little bit off to his left, and that's a good first carry for Hills. He's across the 25-yard line, and he talked about it. He wants contact. He loves that contact and wants to establish that throughout the game. Yep. Ticats.ca. You should go listen to the interview with RJ and Wes Hills, and he yeah, he likes that physicality. You can see it right there. A nice that's a great if you can run the ball for seven yards on your first offensive play of the game, and that if you can keep that first down efficiency, that is huge for Dane Evans and his offense. So something going on here. Matt Schiltz was at quarterback. He runs out of that spot. Dane Evans comes back in. It's another handoff for the Tiger Cats, and it is Wes Hills again, and it is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Matt Schultz, hand injury. He missed a number of games in the middle of the season, and now it's Matt Schultz and Dane Evans both healthy and both on the field for the second game, second play of this game. And that was a run play to West Hills, but that's interesting, RJ. I mean, they're gonna, they're, we're going to see some unique stuff tonight. Absolutely. Tiger Cats up to their 
own 34-yard line. Couple of run plays to begin for the Tiger Cats, and they keep it on the ground again to Wes Hills, and he runs right into the meat of the defense and keeps on going and gets across the 40-yard line, so it looks like it's going to be another second and three, another six or seven-yard gain. Yep, you've got 18 yards there on three runs with Wes Hills. That's, that's, you, can, you can run your way to victory right now, and the game's going to take an hour 45 if you do it like that. Tiger Cats wasting no time. It's back in the hands of Wes Hills, and he needed to get to the 44-yard line. It looks like he might be a bit short. Question is, how much short? We're going to see if see what Coach Orlando Steinauer's mentality is right now. Well, this is tough because they're into the wind. It is. It's tough and it's risky, but it is third, and I'd call it slightly less than a yard. Yeah. Boy, it would be a really gutsy and impressive call. It, put, it, it would show a lot of trust in your offense right now if you leave these guys out there to convert this short yardage. They're out there, it Luke. It looks like they're going to stay. Injured, injured, rough rider on the field. And that's A.C. Leonard. He's getting off under his own power, but by far the most veteran player on that Riders defensive line. Godwin, Smith, and Johnston leaving the field as wide receivers and the big bodies come on, and here it is. They're calling it a yard, probably less than a yard. An early gamble. Dane Evans tries the keeper and rolls a little bit to his left. He got pushed back, but did his forward momentum allow him to get enough for the first down it looked like it to me but it okay, yes there you go yes there's the signal they took their time the tiger cats keep it rolling with an active green and ross first down and good eye luke you spotted it i'm impressed by the call they're on their they were on their own 44 yard line 43 yard line to make that conversion to, for for coach o to trust his team and for dane to trust that offensive line that was a patient quarterback sneak Five straight rush plays and a play action. Now Dane Evans, pump fake, and he throws in the vicinity of Terry Godwin. It was over his head. He didn't have a chance to catch it. He was targeted, but in his first CFL game, that would have been a tough one. Dane was scrambling and decided to just get rid of that football. It was a little play action fake, and Dane patiently kind of leaked out of the pocket to the left, but... You know, I kind of agree with him throwing that away, except Terry Godwin almost was could have, could have connected with him in the flat there instead of throwing it over his head, but uh, safe play. There was not much happening. So second and 10, Tiger Cats up to their own 45. Passing down, Dane Evans. He escaped the tackle. They got a hand on him, and then he threw to Tim White, and he could not come up with a pass. Tim White couldn't make the catch, and the Tiger Cats will punt. Yeah, not uh, didn't make much hay off of that one-yard uh, conversion in the last set of downs. You know, Tim White, I thought he struggled in Montreal with on a few catches, um, and he's going to have to shake that one off quickly. They'll need Tim White to have some legitimate production tonight. If you heard the crowd reacting, they saw a replay. Nick Marshall gave Tim White a quite a throw after that, and White didn't even make the catch. So first possession for the Tiger Cats is a punt. And Michael Damagala, a low punt. It bounces down to the 25. Mario Alford is dangerous. And what a great tackle that was by Tyler Turnowski. 
39-yard punt, five-yard return, but the receiver, Turnowski, the Hamilton boy, makes a great special teams tackle. It's early at Tim Hortons Field, but there is no score between the Rough Riders and the Tiger Cats. We'll be right back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. 9.47 to go in the opening quarter. The Rough Riders and Tiger Cats have each had a possession and no points have been scored. The wind is with the Riders. They're going from left to right in their white tops, green pants. Crowd gets loud at Tim Hortons Field and a lot of movement with the receivers. A handoff here for the Rough Riders and it is Shaq Cooper with his first carry of the season. And he maybe got one or two yards against the number one run defense. Well, a two and out to start from the Ticats defense, and now you put Sask in a second and nine on their second drive. And this is the quarter with the wind at the back for Cody Fajardo. They have got to get some production now. It's much harder for them in the second quarter. Riders on their own 34-yard line with the wind, second and nine. Cody Fajardo back to pass. Pressure coming. He's flushed out of the pocket, tries to throw. Ducks under Tunde Adelike, but he's in big trouble. Wow. Kyle Wilson gets a touch on him, and then Tunde Adelike stayed with it and finished Fajardo off. He might have got back to the line of scrimmage. It is third down, and the Riders have to punt. Man, there's still there's talking, jawing, pushing after the play. After the punt, prior to our commercial break, there was guys pushing each other to the ground. It's physical out there. Unbelievable job by Tunde Adelike there. And there were guys coming open across the middle, but the, Cody Fajardo did not have a chance to find that. Lawrence Woods. Back to return another punt. How good is Lawrence Woods? He missed four games, really six weeks, because Tiger Cats had two buys in there. So he missed the six weeks. Is challenging the ruling in the field. They believe there was, def there was roughing the passer on the play. Okay. Interesting. So the challenge from Craig Dickinson, he has not been great in challenges, four for ten this year, but we saw a replay. It did look like there might have been a touch just to finish the Lawrence Woods thought. He's second in punt return yards, and he missed six weeks. What do you think, Luke, of this unbelievable. challenge? Unbelievable. Uh, Lawrence Woods' production, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, this, I, 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 could see them, I could see them giving Saskatchewan the roughing the passer uh, just a little bit of helmet to face mask there by Tunde Adelike as he was sort of the third tie cat in on the tackle. It also looked like he got a piece of Fajardo's face mask in his first contact as Fajardo escaped out. Yeah, the defense is coming back on. We'll wait the official call. After review, there was a face mask on the play on the quarterback, which will result in a 15-yard penalty from the previous line of scrimmage and a first down. That is a great challenge from Craig Dickinson. Keeps this alive for the Riders and takes them all the way up to their own 49-yard line. What a swing. A, a, a tackle, I don't know if they credited a sack there, but it was right at the line of scrimmage, and forcing the second two and out, and then you get a 15-yard penalty in the first down. Uh, you know, really, really key swing in that, at, at that moment of the game we just saw. So now up on their own 49-yard line with the wind. Handoff goes to Shaq Cooper, tries to run to his left, and about the same result, maybe a yard. And we're seeing this after every play, Luke. The Riders and Tiger Cats played in week one, but they do not like each other. There's been some rough stuff after every play. Man, Micah Johnson. Micah Johnson wears number six, and he's one of the biggest guys on the field. And former that, rider. That former rider, and that single digit, he looks like a monster out there. 
Huge stop, and you could, there is a there is a serious energy on this field right now. It is playoff football, and Coach Orlando Steinar has got his guys fired up. So they say Cooper didn't even get a yard. So second and ten, pass is complete. It's caught by Keon Schaefer Baker, and it's a big gain for the Riders into Hamilton territory inside the Tiger Cats 40, and the leading receiver for the Rough Riders gets a massive gain for the Green and White. Great play, and that was uh, that was cover zero right there. Aggressive defensive call for that second and ten, and Cody Fajardo did a great job of finding that very quickly and getting it to a slant to his left. And they need Schaefer Baker to have a great game. 24-yard gain. Now the Riders on the Hamilton 37 with the wind. You'd have to think they're in field goal range here. Play action, it's a pass to the right. Caught by Shaq Evans, and he's tackled by Tunde Adelike right in front of the Tiger Cats bench. Got maybe half of what he needed for the first down. I mean, the Rough Rider offense has legitimately had two plays tonight. That, that first down to Schaefer Baker on the cover zero and a 15-yard penalty face mask. And, you know, the Ticats are playing great defense right now. You cannot take 15-yarders, and you've got to force a three-point score here as opposed to a touchdown as they start to enter, enter scoring territory. First quarter, Tiger Cats have allowed the fewest points in the first quarter. Fajardo under pressure again, runs to his left, and he drops the pass into Braden Lenius. And this will be another first down for the Riders. They're getting close now. They're inside the 10. Well, Braden Lenius was way off to the left side of Cody Fajardo, and he was a last read. It looked to me like Shaq Evans was almost by himself in the right corner of the end zone. But Cody Fajardo was forced out of his pocket back to the left where he found Braden Lenius, and that was that was not the tight, not the tight cat defense we're used to. Scrambling play by Fajardo worked. A good tackle by Richard Leonard to make sure Lenius didn't get into the end zone. But the Riders first in goal, another completion. And it's Keon Schaefer Baker. It's a touchdown for the Rough Riders. It looked like this drive was stopped after their first two plays. A challenge by Craig Dickinson kept the drive alive. And it's a touchdown for Saskatchewan. Man, you had your second two and out in a row to start this game lined up and almost completed, called back for the penalty, and then Cody Fajardo puts together four straight completions, including the last touchdown touchdown pass there to end that drive. I mean, everything changed after that after that uh, roughing the passer call, and now the Ticats have got themselves back on their heels a little bit here as as we as we're more than halfway through the first quarter. Brett Wather steps up and gets the convert. So it's 7-0 for the Riders. That is just the sixth touchdown Hamilton has allowed in the opening quarter this season. There's still 5.55 to go, and the Riders lead the Tiger Cats 7-0. Ticats offense coming back when we come back on the Ticats Audio Network. Tonight at Tim Hortons Field, great to have you with us on the Ticats Audio Network. R.J. Broadhead, Luke Tasker, it's 7-0 for the Rough Riders. They are with the wind in the opening quarter. Just under six minutes to go in the first quarter. Saskatchewan looked like their drive had stalled, but a challenge, a face mask penalty, and 61 yards of offense, and all of a sudden, the Rough Riders 
get a touchdown. Lawrence Woods was tight roping the sideline and got pushed out. And you heard the reaction from the crowd and a couple of people in the Ticat Audio Network booth. <laughs> <laughs> that he Lawrence Woods was five yards out of bounds when he got hit. So the penalty, we will sort that out when we come back. We'll take another break. It's 7-0. Nope. Unnecessary roughness. <laughs> Saskatchewan number 12. 15-yard penalty from the it end was, of the play. It was Brett Lawther, their down. kicker. Their kicker took oh, Brett. the penalty. It was a hard hit. Uh, I'm actually not sure they got that right, though. Taking a look at it. So... We will take a break. A little bit of confusion on the field. Good field position for the Tiger Cats coming up on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Perfect timing. Tiger Cats from their own 54. Dane Evans, play action. He's going deep, looking in zone. He has a receiver. Anthony Johnson back in the lineup, makes the catch. And he doesn't know if he was tackled. He went into the end zone just to make sure. It's a massive gain for the Tiger Cats. Huge. Biggest play of the game and easily a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. As Saskatchewan's drive stalled, a 15-yard penalty sprung a 61-yard series for a touchdown. That kickoff return ended in a 15-yard penalty, and Dane Evans just throws a bomb right down to the six-yard line. I mean, just Tommy Condell dialing up a dart right after, right at the start of this drive. Wes Hills gets the carry from the six, and he'll get maybe three or four yards, so it'll be down to the two or three of the riders, and it'll be second and goal. Anthony Johnson, Tiger Cats have been wanting him. The coaches, the players, bank in the lineup, that's why. Yeah, great play, and it was, uh, he, he kind of had to slow down, actually, a yeah, little bit did. to make the catch. Almost ducked underneath that hand, which and he could have stayed on his feet, but now second and second and goal on the two. Dane Evans, another handoff to Wes Hills, and he falls into the end zone. Do we have a signal yet? It's a touchdown. Yes, Wes Hills, his second CFL touchdown. He takes it in from the two, and the Tiger Cats are close to tying this game. Is this is this not playoff football? I mean, we. We're going back and forth. You've got physicality, penalties, roughness, big plays downfield, and a running back who is just bulldozing his way downfield. He said he was going to do it. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> and across the goal line, great hard run by Wes Hills. He was actually, looked like he was going to go down at about the one, made sure his knee didn't hit, and almost did a... A crab walk with his feet into the end zone. <laughs> so Wes Hills from two yards out gets the touchdown. That was driven by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. After, oh. after review, the ball carrier was down with contact wow. at the one-yard line. It will be third down. Okay. Okay. Does a knee hit? Oh, it just skims the grass. Boy, you have to see that in slow motion to make that call. So it's not a touchdown yet. Well, they had one big and impressive conversion on a third and one early in this game back in their own territory. And now you've got a chance to make it seven points. 
this, these are the plays that a team has to make at this point in the season when, when, when these games mean everything. So a couple of calls going against the Tiger Cats. They have to rise above. Wes Hills doesn't look like he'll get the call. Nate Evans keeps it, and he is in the end zone. It's a touchdown. Nate Evans. Tiger Cats are a convert away from tying the game. All right. Dane got him in there. Whew. <laughs> it's there's energy in this place, man, and it means it. it it's it, you can see just how physical it is and how much these teams they they know, man. They have heard the storylines developing. Either team, whatever team loses tonight, has a much much more challenging pathway if they want to survive this this into the postseason. Dane Evans making it happen there after Wes Hills gets called back. I think Dane said, let me take it. <laughs> you may have. I'm sure they would let him if he did. Of course, that third and one, you've got you've to you've have that in your back pocket, right? And he got it. Dane Evans. And then Seth Small steps up. And he missed. Wide. He has missed a convert. That's the first one he's missed this season. And Alford is already up to the 30, the 35, the 40. Seth Small is the one who pushes him out of bounds. So the Tiger Cats have battled a lot in this opening quarter. A challenge on a face mask kept a drive alive for the Rough Riders. They get a touchdown and now a missed convert. That's rare. First time it's happened for Seth Small. And the Riders still lead 7-6 to six with 3.20 to go in the opening quarter. We'll be right back on the Ticats Audio Network. This week on the Ticats Audio Network. At the end of the day, it's, it may sound funny or whatever, but we got to have one more point than they do. That's really the goal. And that's a fancy up way to say we need to win. And how are we going to do that? I know you're looking for some tangibles. we, we got to take care of the football. Orlando Steinauer on how they will win this game tonight is heard on the Kojo Show with Luke Tasker this week on the Ticats Audio Network. If you have a question for Kojo, email gameday at ticats.ca. So they need one more point than the opposition, but at this point, it's the Riders who have one more point. Seven to six. Saskatchewan leads after the missed convert by Seth Small. First one he's missed in his CFL career. 3.20 to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, the wind is picking up as this first quarter progresses. Damagala needs a holder for his kick. Alford, after returning that missed convert, will bring this just across the 35, maybe to the 36-yard line. And the, the video board that's right at field level, one of the partitions gets knocked down as the Tiger Cats push Alford into it. No flags, though. Seth Small's extra point there got hung up. I mean, you could tell it was just battling the wind the whole way, and it fell sort of straight to the ground the way that a, the, the football does when it's when it gets beat back like that. But, man, you just never know what that point's going to end up playing yeah. in this game. Well, the wind is from the northwest, and it did blow it to the right of the upright, so that would make sense. Fajardo play action completes the pass to Tuck. And he dropped the football, and Tuck was wow. able to get back up and dive on it. He's going to have enough for a first down, but the fullback getting the call. and Man, Tunde Adelike is just so impressive the way he plays. He had the unfortunate face mask early on, but he just 
unbelievable ability to find his way to the ball, to take out space. An open field with a fullback. Not only does that fullback fall backwards, but he loses the ball in contact with Adelike. It's really impressive. Still enough for a first down. Riders up to their own 47. Fajardo on the move, and they've got hands on him. Mo Diallo, his first sack. Big Mo. Wow. They had Fajardo down once in this first quarter, right around the, the line of scrimmage. This is a team that has really been needing quarterback pressure in the last few weeks, and to have that one in the first quarter here, Fajardo is the answer to the run game for Sask tonight, and of course he's crucial to the passing game, and you've got to make him uncomfortable. Great job getting him down still early in the game. No Dylan win again for the Tiger Cats. Mo Diallo with the quarterback sack. Riders have allowed the most this year. 11-yard loss, so Fajardo floats this up in the air. It is intercepted. Richard Leonard ran about 20 yards. He saw that ball floating. He was able to get up and take it across midfield. Richard Leonard with a huge interception, and I don't know who that was intended for, but Leonard had a beat on it and tracked it down and picked it. Yep, Fajardo was getting pressure, and he should not have let that football go. It floated out of his grasp as Julian Hauser was right in his face. Richard Leonard diving into the open field to get that ball. And great job by Richard Leonard. Springs up the off the ground around his own 40 to get back across the center line, and now Dane Evans has the short field. One minute and 20 seconds until the second quarter where they'll flip sides and give the the ball, the wind will be at the back of the Hamilton offense. Hang on here. Craig Dickinson has challenged this again. It's been a... Man. Saskatchewan is challenging the previous play for defensive pass interference on their receiver number 18. The play will be reviewed. It's funny because it was so seemingly uncatchable when you watch it live. Well, we'll have to see another replay. Justin McGinnis is number 18 for the Rough Riders. He was in almost the same spot that Richard Leonard was in when the contact was made. There has been a, a couple of challenges. Saskatchewan, this is their second challenge in the first quarter. We're going to get a look here, Luke, and uh, you tell us what you think. When Fajardo was throwing, Julian Hauser was right there and maybe affected the throw a little bit. And it was a second and 20. I mean, this is a really unfortunate timing if if the, if this is called sort of a low probability throw anyways for the Rough Riders that, of course, ends up in the interception. But it's Larry, or excuse me, it's Cam Kelly who would be the tie cat to get the foul. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I, to be honest, RJ, I'll be disappointed if this does turn into an inter, in, into a um, interference call. Cam Kelly's running towards the football as well as as he sort of as as McInnes gets bumped to the ground, running into Cam Kelly's back. You know, he's he's making a play upfield. I, I disagree that this should be a pass interference. Coach O has a wry smile on his face on the Hamilton sideline. We know how good he is in the. The secondary calls. The Hall of Famer. So is it Richard Leonard's second interception of the season? Do the Tiger Cats have the football, or has Craig Dickinson won his second challenge of this opening quarter? 
You know, by the way, we talked about Tunde Adelike, Richard Leonard getting an interception there. This defensive secondary for the Ticats is as it was meant to be at the start of the season. All five guys, corners, halfbacks, and of course Tunde as a free safety are in their positions that, that you thought from training camp, but there's been injuries all throughout the season, and now those five are where they should be. By the command center, the ruling on the field stands. Saskatchewan is out of challenge, and they've just lost the timeout. First down, Hamilton. Well, a couple of challenges in the first quarter. You win one, you lose one if you're the Rough Riders. Yep. Richard Leonard gets his second interception of the season. The defense creates a turnover. Turnover battle leaning toward the Tiger Cats right now, thanks to Richard Leonard. And Hamilton will start on the Rough Riders' side of midfield on the Rough Rider 54 to begin this drive. Tiger Cats trail by a point. It's 7-6, to six, minute to go in the opening quarter. Dane Evans, play action wow. to Wes Hills. He's going deep again, and he's got Tim White down there. It's a jump ball. <laughs> Nick Marshall's intercepted it back. Tim White tackles him right at the Riders' goal line. No, no. He, they're... Did he, he get out of call the end? that a touchback. That's got to be, he was out of the end zone when he got tackled. This should be Sask ball on their own one. No, they're calling, wow. Well, I want to take a look at this. this. I could see Coach O challenging this one if we. <sighs> Nick Marshall is fourth interception of the season. Again, it's the exact same spot in the field where Dane Evans Threw the deep ball just a couple minutes ago. This time it was to Tim, this time it's to Tim White, as opposed to Anthony Johnson the first time around. But that wind is battling that. Dane Evans, it, it, it's a short throw in both those cases. Yeah, that wind we saw it affect Seth Small's kick. A couple of throws by Dane Evans, trying to power it through the wind. But yeah, the Riders will start on their own 25 here. Back-to-back -back interceptions, and Pajardo's not going to risk one here. He carries himself, and he will get about six yards, so the most efficient run for the Rough Riders so far tonight. And that's going to tick down to the end of the first quarter. They'll, have, they'll run one more play on their second down here. And it's actually important because they'll end up punting this into the wind if the Ticats can stop them on this second down and make the field flip for the third down punt. Surprised we didn't see Cota Fajardo air that out on first down a little bit, and they have one more chance to do it. That's a good point about punting into the wind. Second and five, Riders on their own 30 with the wind. Last play before they switch sides. Fajardo throws, it's a low pass, and it is complete to Kieran Moore. Yes, they're saying he has the catch, and that's enough for a first down. So the Riders will have a fresh set of downs when we begin the second quarter. A couple of turnovers, one by each team in the opening quarter. A lot going on. Riders challenged a couple of times. Each team got a touchdown, but only the Riders converted theirs. So after a quarter at Tim Hortons Field, it's 7-6 Saskatchewan. We'll be back with the second quarter on the Ticats Audio Network. Back at Tim Hortons Field, second quarter about to get going. R.J. Brighthead, Luke Tasker here. The Riders first and 10 from their own 36-yard line. Cody Fajardo looks left and throws left. He was looking that direction the whole time and completes the pass to Albert Awachi. And he will get enough for another first down as the Riders start to approach midfield. Nice play design there. It was Justin McInnes, number 18, wide receiver for Sask, who ran a slant route as the far left wide receiver. And as he pulled everybody towards the slant route, it's the fullback 
Awachi who slips out there in the flat and, and kind of an easy first down. Quick answer for Cody Fajardo, which I'm sure Sask is focusing on here with this Hamilton defense. First and 10 from the Riders 50. Saskatchewan, Fajardo throws to his left. Schaefer Baker, another catch, breaks two tackles. Richard Leonard finally brings him down, but it was going to be a minimal gain. Instead, Schaefer Baker will be very close to a first down. In fact, he did get the first down. What an effort by Schaefer Baker. Unbelievable. That is all Keon Schaefer Baker there. In fact, again, like we said, they're, they're, they're dialing up plays that gets the ball out of Fajardo's hands, but Schaefer Baker got hit at the with a minus one loss and battled his way for a 10-yard gain and a first down. And now in Hamilton territory on the Ticats 49. A lot of movement going past Fajardo. It's another completion to Moore. He's hit by Siante Evans. Cam Kelly was there on the tackle as well. And that will be a very minimal gain, if any. Good physical tackle by Siante Evans. He was, that last play, he was the first man in who made good contact on Schaefer Baker, but just couldn't wrap up and, and bring him to the ground again. That's three passing plays in a row, but Fajardo is catching the snap and firing the ball out immediately. Short, quick passing, just ex effectively extensions of the run game. Big moment here, Luke. Second and 10, Riders on the Hamilton 49 into the win. Fajardo under pressure, he dumps it off, checks it down to Shaq Cooper, and Kyle Wilson swoops in and makes the tackle for a <laughs> loss right near midfield. Yeah, that was that was impressive. Kyle Wilson, number 15, in the, filling in Will linebacker spot for Simone Lawrence, and he took the air out of that right away. Right now, for no yard gain, a third and third and actually a, actually his tackle for a loss. Excuse me. W really great job. Open field tackle. Any open field tackle is a good tackle. Hear that from Courtney Stephen and Mike Daly all the time on Tiger <laughs> Cats game day. Early second quarter, Riders lead seven to six. They're punting here, and again, just the long snapper at the line of scrimmage. Now he's flanked by two on each side, and the kick from Vedvik, it's short, and it's picked up by Brooks, or sorry, Lawrence Woods, and he will get up to the 30. There's a flag, but it is way back in the Saskatchewan backfield. We'll take a break, sort out the penalty. It's 7-6 Saskatchewan, 12.03 to go in the half. We'll return on the Ticats Audio Network. Absolutely about eight degrees at Tim Hortons Field. It is a beautiful evening for football. It's 7-6 for the Riders. We're early in the second quarter. Tiger Cats got pushed back after that Lawrence Woods return. It was a holding on Miles Manalo. So now Tiger can't start this drive from their own 14. It's in the hands of Wes Hills, and he barrels his way across the 20-yard line and puts a big chunk into that first down. Good run. Yeah, interesting the way that first quarter ended. Just, you know, interception traded, looked, looked devastating for Sask, and then, of course, gets traded right back with, with a Dane Evans interception, and... That's why they call it the ratio, you know, just one, one for one, and, and here we here we go again. And it's really that extra point miss by Seth Small that's kind of keeping a difference in this game. Second and three from their own 21. Dane Evans throwing to his right, and it is incomplete. It was intended for Anthony Johnson. Pretty good coverage by the Riders. Johnson could not make the catch, and the Tiger Cats are 
going to have to punt. A little delay on the punt team coming onto the field. But how about this game? Each team has had four possessions. They've mirrored each other. First possession, they each punted. Second possession, they each got a touchdown. Third possession, they each got an interception. And now fourth possession, they both had to punt. Weird, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's important. One point separates the two. The Riders have one more yard in net offense. And, of course, they're battling for that last playoff spot in the East Division. Damagala, he didn't get it away. It was blocked. It was blocked. The Riders blocked it. And they come up with the football. Diving on it was Albert Awachi. Damagala with the win could not get the kickoff. That's the second punt that he's had blocked this season. And the Riders are going to have this football on the Tiger Cats 13-yard line. We'll take a break. It's 7-6 Riders, and they're looking at more points. This is the Ticats Audio Network. Number 14, Danny McManus on the Wall of Honor at Tim Hortons Field. He'll be honored at halftime. Little ways to get to halftime right now. The Riders just blocked the Michael Damagala punt. They have the football on the Tiger Cats 13. They lead by one, trying to extend that. Fajardo has time, but now he had to scramble to his right. He gets down to the 10, and he's still fighting for more yards. Kyle Wilson had his leg, wouldn't let go. And Fajardo was able to hang on to the football. Tiger Cats were all starting to swarm him, but looks like he got about three yards. RJ, a block, block punt is a totally unique thing to a game, and it's big big players making big-time plays and big-time games, and that was huge for Sask. It is, it's, it's way more damaging than an interception downfield. It is, you, you, it's, a, it's a long snap of 12 yards and then the fumble for, uh, uh, with the block punt, and they're right in scoring territory. That is an enormous momentum shift for the Rough Riders. It would also be enormous if the Tiger Cats could hold the Riders to a field goal. Fajardo looking end zone. He's got an open receiver. It is caught. Justin McGinnis, another touchdown for the Rough Riders. They turn that block punt into a touchdown. And they lead 13-6 to with a convert upcoming. Those big plays on special teams, you know, they spring Cody Fajardo in his offense. That, that's so much momentum and energy. When you take the field as a wide receiver and you have a 14-yard field to go to score, it feels inevitable. You know as a team, as an offense, as a unit, you know you're going to get that touchdown. And it certainly looked there as McManus catches that in the end zone that they, that they knew it. They felt it. Brett Lawther. Going to attempt the convert. First one he's attempted into the wind, and he's successful. So the Riders extend their lead to 14-6. to six. There's still nine and a half minutes to go in the half, and still lots of pushing and shoving between these two teams after every play, it seems, even a convert. Yeah, it, yeah it's going to keep getting worse, too, as, as, this, as the game progresses. But the Ticats... They've got to stop the bleeding, and that's unfortunate. You know, you. Th this is a team that has struggled with turnovers, from from since June. Yep. Except they've often come, uh, of course, as most turnovers come from your offense, and in a, and in inter streaks of interceptions and and just failing to protect the football. And as Dane Evans has played well in these recent weeks, of course, they traded first quarter interceptions, but as he's played well. You know, then you have this unexpected turnover from the special teams unit, and 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 at a very, very critical 
uh, uh, area on the field, ba backed up in your own end. This is a quarter when you have a very heavy Tim Hortons field wind at your back. And to give to give Cody Fajardo the short field to work on um, and to get points, you know, in these quarters where you need to be uh, racking up the points, uh, just tough all around. They've got, they've got to stop the bleeding and get some production on this drive right here. Lawrence Woods can create it. The kickoff, he picks it up at his own 30. That was at the far sideline, runs to his right, just inside the numbers, now back to the numbers as he swerves his way almost in a serpentine direction and gets up to about the 45-46 yard line. No, that's a good start. That, that's This is good field position for Dane Evans to take the field with the wind at his back. And you've got nine minutes and 20 seconds still in the first half. There is tons of football ahead of us. One thing that Dane Evans has struggled with this year is compounding mistakes. And he's got to sort of drop the luggage of that first quarter interception and sort of what has been a, a stagnant uh, second quarter so far for his offense and go out there and, and just relax and produce. Dodger Cats begin this drive on their own 46-yard line. Lamar Durant cuts in front of Dane Evans. Four receivers to the right for Dane Evans. That's the wide side of the field. Throws over the middle. It's complete to Tim White. And a couple of riders, including Larry Dean, had to combine to bring down Tim White. And he's got to be very close to a 1,000 yards after that one. It is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. And that's 17 yards. He needed 17 yards, so congratulations, <laughs> Tim White. He's a 1,000-yard receiver for the first time in his career. Sixth player this season to get to 1,000 yards. Wes Hills, he wouldn't mind 100 yards on the ground. Went to his left, cut up the middle. He'll get five, maybe six on that run. Yeah, he's been a part of the production that they have had tonight. And you got to see Tim White get a couple more of those. It was, a, it was sort of a... Uh, an awkward ending to the game in Montreal before their bye week uh, as far as the receiving core goes with a couple of mistakes. They're, they're going quick here, RJ. Second and five from the Riders 42. It's a completion to Lamar Durant, and he's battling to get to that first down, needed to get to the 43-yard line. Where are they going to spot this football? It is close. Third and less than one. It's very close and good. Good job by Lamar Durant, who caught the ball, sort of stopped, prevented himself getting tackled backwards and sprang forward close to this first. Dane was back in the shotgun. Now he gets under center. Only needed a few inches, like Luke mentioned, and it looks like he has enough for the first down. Waiting for the official call, and now they're moving the stakes, so the Tiger can't keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. You sense a little bit of urgency here now, RJ, and the, and, and they should have a, a sense of urgency. Now, not not chaotic, not rushing, not, not you know running around with your hair on fire, but this offense, they're moving the ball quickly. They're going no huddle when it's appropriate because they've got to sort of force a momentum shift. They've got to force it in their favor, and this drive is, is productive right now. Under seven minutes to go. The clock is running. That's all that's left in the half. Tiger Cats trail 14 to 6. Wes Hills breaks the initial tackle. He'll take it across the 30, close to the 26-yard line where he needed to be for the first down. Looks like he'll be a couple of yards short, but yeah. he's always getting close. Great first down carry there. Seven, seven and a half yards on first down, and now they're across the 30. Wind at their back. They're well into field goal range now. Dane, you gotta be thinking. You protect that ball. You cannot afford turning it over when you have points already. You've already you've already 
driven far enough for points. Wes Hills went to his left and then dove up the middle. You could hear helmets and shoulder pads cranking as Wes Hills got the job done. He got the first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. They're down to the Riders 25 yard line. Larry Dean in on the tackle, the second leading tackler for the Rough Riders and having an unbelievable season. Former tie cat and an unbelievable football player. Wes Hills has already tied a season high with 10 rushes. A lot of movement in the backfield. Matt Schultz in the game. He was under center and then he switched with Dane Evans. He got the pass. It was a low one. Schultz dropped it, had to get up and pick up the football. But by that time, the Riders were on him and it is a big loss here for the Tiger Cats. They tried a little trickery, but it did not work. No, it, it, it didn't. And it, they were setting up some interesting stuff, but Dane really, it was a backwards pass to Matt Schultz, of course, the backup quarterback, and he was gearing up to be able to throw that, but Dane, Dane kind of threw that as a really low and hard uh, catch to Matt Schultz. Second and 18 from the Riders 33. Pressure coming, and Dane Evans threw in a rush, and it was behind Tim White. He couldn't make the catch. So the promising drive stalls, and it will be Seth Small coming on the field to try to chip into this Riders 14-6 lead. Yeah, I think that's two misses there from Dane. I mean, Matt Schultz could have could have caught that, but let's be honest. I mean, Matt Schultz is a quarterback, and you know, great hands, but you know, no gloves on, and not a catch, not a professional catcher, right? And so, I think that was a little too hot, and then a miss there to Tim White across the middle, but. No turnovers. This is a very makeable field for field goal for Seth Small, which he needs to do. And you put this into a reasonable distance to Sasquatch, 14 points. Hmm. Dane was pushed down, and then A.C. Leonard, it looked accidentally, fell on Dane Evans. Seth Small steps up and hits the field goal. So the Tiger Cats close the gap on the Riders' lead. It is now Saskatchewan 14, Hamilton 9. In the second quarter with 4.43 to go in the half, this is the Ticats Audio Network. Under a full moon at Tim Hortons Field, strange things have happened already in this opening half. Riders lead the Tiger Cats 14 to nine. Four minutes, 43 seconds to go in the half. Riders, they've been clicking offensively. Fajardo, since his interception, has gone six for six and a touchdown. Week one, he only threw one touchdown pass in that victory over the Tiger Cats. He's already thrown two tonight. Play action and then throws and completes to Albert Awachi. And the Riders are using their fullbacks a lot. Awachi and Tuck have both been involved in this offense. Yeah, another good, good and kind of kind of designed play to the to the fullback in the flats. It's kind of you get a sense that they've kind of scouted something they like to see. Um, as, as Awachi gets dropped to the flats twice. Cody Fajardo having a productive first half. They've pretty much given up on the run. Shaq Cooper, two carries for a yard. Fajardo, two carries for nine yards. First and 10 from the Riders, 51. Well, they do try to run the football and battling, trying to 
get some statistics is Shaq Cooper, and he'll get about three or four yards against this tough-run defense of the Tiger Cats. I, I actually am giving the advantage right now to the Sask receiving core and to Cody Fajardo uh, against, you know, apples to apples, just against the defensive secondary. The, I, you, can, you can see some guys with space downfield. It's the Ticats rush, that front four and the linebacking core that has to keep the pressure on to prevent those guys from connecting downfield. Riders going into the wind. From the south end to the north end, that's right to left to Tim Horton's field. Second and six, right at midfield. Fajardo throws quick. He has an open receiver. It's complete. It's Justin McGinnis. He's into Hamilton territory and looks like he has enough for the first down. Kyle Wilson very, very close to getting to Cody Fajardo. Made contact. Second look, I'm actually a little surprised that we didn't see a flag. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't all that late, but that's the nature of the game right now. They're expecting those guys to be able to pull off that contact if the quarterback's gotten rid of the ball. Impressive job by Fajardo to complete that for the first down. They've let a little bit go in this game. Yeah, it's play. It's this is this might as well be playoffs. Man. Yes, it is, there is all kinds of energy and physicality out there. Riders into the wind, moving the football on the Hamilton 47-yard line on the far hash mark. Cody Fajardo, empty backfield again, throwing quickly, and it's Keon Schaefer-Baker in double coverage. Jumped up, made the catch, and he is very close to the 20-yard line. Looks like they'll spot him at the Hamilton 21, and another Riders first down. That's a zone blitz by the Ticats, and what happens when you run a zone blitz there's less guys in that secondary to fill all the space, and it's and it's not man coverage, and that it just takes the quarterback finding the widest gap he wants to get to. Keon Schaefer-Baker is having an unbelievable game right now, and I thought Tunde Adelike was going to close in and be able to and be able to break that up. Takes a big hit, but but Schaefer-Baker held on to that in that seam between the corner and free safety, and it was just it was. Just an unbelievable play. We're at the three-minute warning, 2.59 to go in the half. Riders down to the Hamilton 21. They lead 14-9. We'll be right back on the Ticats Audio Network. We appreciate all of our listeners. Thanks for emailing in. A little Oski Wee Wee from Rio Dulce, Guatemala. Hi, Jim. Great to have you listening in Guatemala. Steve K. happy 56th birthday here at Tim Hortons Field. Great to have you here, Steve. And Luke and RJ, Lisa says, crank it up. Crank it up. Okay, we'll bring it. <laughs> you can't help it with this game. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Karen Moore makes the catch, breaks a tackle. There's been a little bit of that from the Riders, and it would have been a loss, but it looks like he might have got back to the line of scrimmage. Well, this is an impressive drive from Sask right now. Cody Fajardo is chipping away at it. He had that impressive catch by Keon Schaefer-Baker. And they're also eating away at the at the time that's left in this second quarter before we get to halftime, and they're doing it against the wind. Now this is the test for them with a second and 11. Fajardo just isn't missing, Luke. Since the interception, he's completed 10 straight passes. Two minutes, 35 seconds. The clock is running. That's all that remains in the half. Riders with a lot of motion. Three receivers coming to the boundary side. Fajardo under pressure. Gets away from the initial wave, and then he is cranked. He is cranked. It looks like it's Voshan Joseph who comes in and gets the big quarterback sack. That was huge. RJ, that was a sack for a loss of 12 yards, and you're flirting with field goal distance here. It's a strong wind. This will be a 41-yarder here now. It would have been a chip shot at what would have been a 28, 29-yard field goal. That's a really, really 
big tackle for a loss. And this Ticats defense, we've talked about it, has struggled getting to the quarterback in these past weeks. That's a big tackle for a loss, a sack for Voshan Joseph. Joseph, when he's had an opportunity, he has excelled. So the Riders, there you go. looks Look like this. they're punting. Oh, on, nope. they're setting up for an onside. So they're going to try an onside kick. Bedvik loops it over to the right side and going up to grab it. I think that was Siante Evans. I think he has the football. Yep, and so you got, they're going to throw flags every time they, that you run, an, an, anytime somebody hypothetically broke the halo, though it looked to me like Sask ran this properly, meaning all of those guys w were on sides. So these flags will get erased. There'll be no penalty. It was Siante Evans who fielded the ball, so really well done by the Ticats punt coverage team, which was actually their punt safe unit, meaning their starting defense is on the field, right? But great, I think it's a, it's a really good call by Dickinson and his special teams group. They, 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 you've got a maybe makeable but a difficult field goal. You're coming to the end of the second half here, and if you could convert that, you know, that gives you another drive in. But interesting play. I've always that's a unique thing to the CFL. That's just fun, and uh, and uh, you don't get you don't get many times throughout the season to run one. Well, it's funny we were talking about it before the game. It's a you, know, you see them late in the season too. You know, as you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it has to do with inclement weather too. You know, it makes field goals less likely, and so you ha you figure this is a better chance, a uh, uh, better time to risk something like this onside punt play. But they're figuring out if there's a, gonna be a 15 yarder tacked onto this if one of these guys broke the, the plane. Play, number 50, Saskatchewan was closing the line. Therefore, it's an illegal procedure, illegal formation. The three players were on side on the play. That illegal procedure penalty is the decline. It will be Hamilton first down. Wow. Okay, so there was a penalty that we didn't even know about as yeah. well, which is, you know, I take it back. That is poor execution on Sask. They could have run the onsides perfectly, and they and it wouldn't have counted because they had an illegal procedure. So you got to clean that kind of stuff up. Good job by Hamilton to play that correctly. Tiger Cats trail by five. They'll begin this drive on their own 26. They are with the win. Just over two minutes to go in the half. Four receivers to the right of Dane Evans. He throws to the left to the lone receiver out there. It was Terry Godwin trying for his first CFL reception. Double coverage, Nick Marshall right there, and Godwin could not make the catch. Well, this is the kind of thing you can't do. Tyler Tarnowski away from the play. Offside, Hamilton number 88. That penalty's declined. Second down. I was going to say runs offsides there, and it would have negated any positive gain anyway, so... It's declined, you know, with this time ticking away. If, if Sask forces the two and out, they th there's still two minutes left. Yeah, they could drive down into field goal range and have another chance at this. Second and 10 from the 26. Dane Evans has to make something happen for the Tiger Cats. Four receivers to the field side. He's going to go over the middle. Anthony Johnson has the football and stops on a dime. That allowed him to break a tackle. And then a couple of riders able to bring him down, but he is in. Ryder territory after that great reception. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. That was a great throw, and it was called right from the start to Anthony Johnson. Tim White and Ternowski absolutely blazing down the field to blow the top off, and Anthony Johnson slips in behind them at that 15-yard mid-range. Great play. 
Anthony Johnson, two catches for 82 yards. Here's Lamar Durant sidestepping a couple of tackles. He'll get close to the first down. Flags are flying all over the place, though. They're going to call this a holding on the outside. Hamilton number 84, 10-yard penalty will replay first down. So tough. You, when you block, when you're a wide receiver blocking on the outside of the field like that to a wide receiver screen or to a run that breaks to the outside, there's a there, you're, there's an inherent disadvantage. You don't know exactly where that ball is behind you and the defender you're blocking is seeing it perfectly. And Anthony Johnson just gets jerked to the side and has a little too much jersey left. It was actually Ternowski yep. blocking, actually. The penalty was called incorrectly, but that's two penalties for Ternowski for this drive, unfortunately. First and 20 from the 48-yard line. Hamilton. And the Tiger Cats call a timeout. Minute 35 on the clock. I think they called that because the play they were running out of time on the play clock, which seemed that seemed to disappear quickly. It did, <laughs> yeah. They set that ball very fast after the previous penalty, but call the timeout and save those five yards and but still it's a first and 20 here RJ I'd say with this wind right now I think you're going to give Seth Small a chance at anything you know 60 or 60 or less you know and and Damagala can also hit field goals he's a he's the punter and field goal or kickoff man but they need about 12 yards, I'd say, to get into a realistic position. That's a great point. They want more than a oh. field goal, though, and they've got an open receiver. Dane Evans throws to the left. It's Tim Wade. He breaks a tackle, and Darnell Sankey, the linebacker, was able to track down Tim White as he was trying to dance around the defenders in the secondary. This is now even deeper into Ryder territory. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. Ball's on the 29-yard line of the Riders. Still really great job. Lots of time left. He didn't get out of bounds, but of course, in our last three-minute rules in the CFL, I mean, they're only losing a couple seconds by that, and he did break a tackle. Great reception. Fresh set of downs from the 29. Dane Evans backed up, runs to his right. He had Tim White, but he missed him. He missed him. Tim White tried to dive for it, but he couldn't get to that football. It's incomplete. He did miss him. He put, he put it short below Tim White, but also, it was a bit late. It, you know, I think I think Dane maybe felt like that pocket was was you know diminishing a little too quick, and as he let it go, just took a little too much off of it. Yeah, that's a miss there. That would be a big score to end this half and to take the lead back. Tiger Cats are down by five, second and ten from the Riders' 29. Still over a minute to go in the half. Dane Evans, empty backfield, has time. It's intercepted. He tried to check it down, and it was intercepted by Pete Robertson. You can't. You can't. That that those plays. Those plays will make you watch the Eastern semifinal from home, and yep. and not that's the second time that the Ticats have turned the ball over. When, they're, when they have points secured by their field position already. I mean, and I don't want to take credit away from the SAS defense. They did an unbelievable job sniffing out that wide, that running back screen to Dane Evans' left. They were, they were poised, sitting, ready for that. Cannot make that error. So the Tiger Cats are going to have to rely on a big second half. That's 
been a problem for them. Fajardo, he was thinking of going deep. Now he's under big time pressure. Malik Carney has hands on him. And in to help out Julian Hauser. Fajardo with another big loss as he is sacked. And the Riders continue to allow sack after sack. Fajardo under pressure, but his team still leads by five. Julian Hauser back there, and they've got to keep that pressure on it. And RJ, it's still just six, it's a six point game. Excuse me, it's a five point game. I mean, they're, it's all right there, even with the turnovers and with the errors and the drives stalling due to penalties and, and mistakes. This defensive rush is kind of, is playing very well again after some games where they've maybe not had uh, that kind of performance and Julian Hauser getting right back in the mix. Three quarterback sacks for the Tiger Cats. This is a second and 18 and uh, Riders Got a lot of that back. They're not going to have enough for the first down. It was a, a check down to Shaq Cooper, the running back. 30 seconds to go in the half, and the Riders will have to punt into the wind, and the dangerous Lawrence Woods is back there for the Tiger Cats. Well, we're right back where we were two minutes ago. If they can get the ball down to the Sask 50-yard line, and Sask is punting right now into the wind from their own 40, you've got a chance to give your guys a, chance, a, a field goal opportunity. This is a time for Lawrence Woods to make a difference being back in the lineup. Corey Vedvik, play clock at 10 seconds, 9-8. He'll take as much of this as he can. Five, four, three, and at one, he gets the snap, and Vedvik, a terrible kick. They could do it. you got to get down and get the clock stopped. Get the clock stopped. Vedvik almost got it himself, and a big scramble for that football. The Riders and Tiger Cats trying to come up with it, but Vedvik was kicking that to himself. So there's double zeros on the clock right now. I think the first whistle blew prior to the clock hitting double zero, and if it did, they've got a field goal opportunity because they're on the 40, an entirely mishit punt. I mean, the, the or was he kicking it to himself? You know, even so, he has to get the first, though. So he right. is on sides. You're right. A punter is on sides like they ran that. But but they're, it's a third and five on their own 40. That ball hit the ground right there. He surprised himself. And Lawrence yeah. Woods sprinting forward to try to. They're, what they're discussing right now, it's a Hamilton ball. What they have to figure out is when the play should have stopped and where the game clock was because it'll be a three-point difference in this game if this clock was blown dead prior to double zero. And seeing a replay, Vedvik tried to kick, tried to punt that football. He, yeah. The effort was <laughs> there. He, he would have been running right away. Exactly. But he was in his full punting motion, landed on the one leg and realized he better and get on his horse. And that's how strong the wind is here. It's a, it's a substantial wind towards the mountain. And here, uh, you, you can see Matt Schultz is on the field with that field goal unit. It is Seth Small. So the officials are discussing, and I, I think you're you're exactly right. If you want to go into into officiating in your post-playing career, Luke, I think you'd be very good at it. <laughs> and you know, it, it's it's really interesting the level of awareness that the that the best players can have on the field. Those guys, if you can get your mind there quick enough, you've got to be thinking, I need to catch this. We're we're checking if there was still time on the clock. The ball was first touched by the kicker. Therefore, Hamilton never touched the football. We're going to wait if there was time on the clock. 
as the play, as the play expired. expired. So remember, the kicker, what he's saying, what he's, what he's clarifying there is the kicker, like you said, RJ, is on sides. So the play doesn't end when he touches it. It's just a still an ongoing, it's a live ball because if he's the first one to touch it, so they, it does have to be actually downed and recovered. Wow, this might be close. What I was saying, RJ, is if you can have that awareness on the field to say, I, you've got to kill the play as quickly as possible to give your offense a chance to take the field. And, and you know, you, you see those silly things happen where guys are fighting for yards that don't matter, but the clock goes dead because of that. Yeah. This is one of those weird things. And if it wasn't, the, the crazy thing is, if it wasn't Vedvik, the punter who mishits that kick, if it wasn't him that touched it first, but a different Sask player, the, the play would have ended. Yes. And and, and uh, just really interesting. Uh, after review, the kicker, number 70, was the first player to touch the football. That player He's on kicked, kicked the ball as a dribble ball. And at that point, Saskatchewan recovered the football. The ball crossed the line of scrimmage. It's a first down Saskatchewan with one second left on the clock. Oh yeah, you've never seen everything wow. when it comes to sports. So I was entirely wrong. Now. There was a few <laughs> oh things my, there. Oh so. my goodness. This Benfic is crazy. was the first to touch it. It crossed the line of scrimmage. And and it so does. right there, there, so the halo doesn't matter anymore once once Vedvik touches it because he is on sides. And the, the, once he touches the ball, all Sask players have a right to it. And it just and it happens that, and what I forgot about is it happens that that punt was just across the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Ridiculous. It'll, Absolutely ridiculous. It'll hurt Corey Vedvik's punt average. That is a three-yard <laughs> punt. But the Riders don't give up any points, and they lead at the half. An interesting opening half. The Tiger Cats trail the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 14-9 at halftime. It's Tiger Cats at the half with Bubba O'Neill and Andy Fantuz, and it's next on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. This is a special presentation of the Thai Cats Audio Network. Coverage of the Wall of Honor celebration for Danny McManus. Special at halftime, Danny McManus on the Wall of Honor at Tim Hortons Field is number 14 right beside Joe Monfort. His number 53, and yesterday Danny McManus said, boy, I'm glad Big Joe's beside me. Oh, yeah. You hear, I was lucky enough to be on the field when Joe Monford went in, and those guys, he was he was a <laughs> beast of a player and the kind of guy you like as a teammate. So the Tiger Cats are trailing at the half. Bad start here. Lawrence Woods on the kickoff, didn't come up with a clean, had to backtrack, picked it up, and got to about the 28 or 29-yard line of the Tiger Cats. It's a 14-9 lead, so certainly not an insurmountable amount of points for the Tiger Cats to get to win this football game, Luke, but it, it feels worse than a five-point game. No, yeah, you're right, and you kind of have to remind yourself as a player of what you just said. It, it is five points. Don't worry about what happened. Bad interceptions twice uh, from, from Dane. 
and a few other mistakes. Uh, and, and, and right there, the, the muff kickoff return is not the perfect start to the second half. Not perfect, but it's in the hand of Wes Hills. He runs to his left. This is almost broken by Wes Hills. That was a very important tackle for the Riders, brought down by Blaze Brown. And it'll be a nine-yard gain for Wes Hills. Yeah, great run on first. And Wes Hills, is, he, he's been a bright spot tonight for the Hamilton offense. And, and production on first down especially, especially, I feel like, he's giving reasonable and high-percentage second down positions to Dane and Tommy Condell, the play caller. And this second and one, RJ, what do you think I'm going to say right now? We should, they should <laughs> Go do for it. it. Don't, oh, man. Don't, don't just get the first down. Go for something big, right? And I'd line up in a short yardage situation, and I'd, and I'd fake it and run it, give Tim White a shot downfield because you know, put it in your guys' hands to get the third and one if that's what it comes to. Well, Kyle Saxelitz out there. Julian Hauser's out there. To read 14 minutes and 10 seconds. So the clock ran down a bit. It's currently at 13.59, so they'll add another 11 seconds. So now it's at 14.10. Tiger Cats on their own 38. It is second and one, and they've on got the, the big boys out there. On the, on the previous play, number 69, Hamilton was closing the line. This is an illegal procedure. Whoa. Colin Kelly. Well, this is confusing to start the second half. I'll be honest, I don't know what closing the line means, RJ. <laughs> well, you've been around football all your life. Um, Illegal formation? I think he was maybe still still getting into position, and so he wasn't set. All the all five linemen on the on the on the offensive line have to be set prior to the ball snapping. I don't know, but it's first and fifteen. Well, and it's really a twenty-four yard swing. You always talk about that hidden yardage. Yeah. So now back on their own twenty-four. Flags flying again. Dane Evans throws over the middle, tight wow. coverage, and it's caught. Terry Godwin makes the catch, breaks a tackle, and he will cross the 40-yard line. His first CFL catch is a beauty, and it is enough for a first down. But great first down. The penalty is against Saskatchewan, so it's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling, and Terry Godwin checks in on his CFL career with a great catch in front of A.C. Leonard, tight coverage, and then he zipped up the field to the 40-yard line. He's got some speed. Coach O said he's fast and quick. First reception for him. Wes Hills runs to his right, trying to get to the outside, and he stays on his feet, crosses the 50, gets close to midfield. Great run, great run. And that first and 15 conversion by Terry Godwin, that was impressive, you're right. Caught it in traffic, stole it away, ripped it out of the hands, sort of a 50-50 catch, and then burst up field. And then Wes Hills again, pops off another 15-yard run and breaks tackles as well. On a good start here for their first drive of the half. Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. They're up to the 53-yard line, getting very close to midfield. With the win to begin this third quarter, it's in the hands of Wes Hills again. This time he goes right up the middle, and he crosses midfield, crosses the 50, and the Riders finally bring him down again, very close to a first down. Man, just... Wes Hills needs to touch the ball 15 more times in this game. He... The Sask defense doesn't have an answer for it right now. You have a shaky passing game uh, at the end of that first half, and number 34 is 
lighting it up. And, and you've got the wind at your back. Keep this moving quickly and get some points on the board in this third quarter. 71 rushing yards for Wes Hills. He's got it again. A little stutter step at the line. He breaks a tackle. He gets across the 40. He's still on his feet. He broke another tackle, and he's down at the 30. Wes Hills can't be stopped. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. That was Marshawn Lynch right there, man. Yes. That was crazy. He is, and they're getting him, they're getting him a little breather right now. That, that is impressive, and it, that looks like that's not the classic CFL Ticat offense that we know, just pounding it up the middle. But when it works, it works, and this drive is dominating right now for the Ticats. Catch your breath, Wes Hills. After that 19-yard run, the Ticats on the Riders 30. Dane Evans pitches it back to Sean Thomas Erlington. He gets a crack at it, and he will battle his way just past the 30-yard line, gain of about a yard. Yeah, that's an entirely different-looking run. Right, Wes Hills, everything they've given him is right in his hand, right in his hands, quickly, efficient exchange, and and through the line of scrimmage. That was a pitch back out to the right to Sean Thomas Erlington for not as much success. Again, we, we've seen two turnovers by the Ticats both in Saskatchewan's territory. This is a second and 10 right now in field goal range. You gotta protect the football. On the Saskatchewan 31, Thomas Erlington still in the football game and the ball gets snapped to Dane Evans. The flags fly and the whistles blow. Legal procedure, Hamilton number 69. Five yard penalty, still second down. Colin Kelly's getting dinged with penalties on this drive. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one and they overcame that first one early on to start the drive. And now it's a second and 15. But again, you, you cool, just cool down for a second if you're the Ticats offense. You're on the 35-yard line. Even if you get half of this and make the field goal a little bit easier, that's fine. But like I said, you cannot, you cannot lose control and do something silly. Tiger Cats are with the win. Dane Evans back to pass on this second and 15. Under pressure, he pitches it. He threw it sidearm to Sean Thomas Erlington, who couldn't make the catch. It goes incomplete, but that was the... The schoolyard football trying to make something happen, an odd way to, to throw the ball. That, it, there was a little silliness in that. <laughs> I, I don't like it. The, you know, no, no. Uh, it's almost underhand. No harm, no foul, but, but here's, uh, here's a 42-yarder for Seth Small. The wind has died down a little bit, RJ. Seth Small's kick is up, and it is good. So Seth Small has been successful on his field goals in this game. That one from 42 yards. He's also hit from 39, and the score is close. In the third quarter, it's 14 Saskatchewan, 12 Hamilton. We'll be right back on the Ticats Audio Network. 10.27 to go in the third quarter. Great to have you listening on the Ticats Audio Network. RJ Broadhead with Luke Tasker. Rough Riders lead the Tiger Cats 14 to 12. These two battling for their playoff lives. Pichardo oh. pitches it to Shaq Cooper and running him down is the speedy tune day at Delacay, and it is a loss. You, you, play, you play the classic option by staying within your principles on defense, meaning if your guy's the running back, you go take the running back and you let the next guy in take the quarterback or vice versa. Well, Tunde Adelike just plays the quarterback, forces the pitch, and then tracks down the running back for a loss of three in the backfield. That, that's like a college guy playing against high school players right there. 
Second at 13. Riders on their own 37. Starts to get loud at Tim Hortons Field. They want to stop from the defense. Empty backfield. Pichardo throws over the middle. Open receiver. It's caught. And it is very close to a first down. It was caught by Braden Lenius. Boy, that's an aggressive spot. Aggressive spot. He was tackled by Cam Kelly. You're right. It looked like it would be close. They're not even going to measure. It's a first down Riders. Looked to me like it was going to be second or third and, and two, but great, re great reception in traffic. It was Cam Kelly who closed in to nearly break the pass up, but make an immediate tackle. They needed to get to the 50. They did. Under nine minutes to go, third quarter. First and ten here for the Riders. Quick throw from Fajardo. Evans can't make the catch. It's incomplete. Jamal Roll was right there with Shaq Evans. I mentioned in the first half, I think the receiving core for Sask is having a really good night, and that's kind of the first miss, I, I think, that we've seen, and that was a catchable ball, although low. And that's huge for the Ticats defense as they're sort of on their heels here, but now a second and ten for Cody Fajardo. The hot streak ends for Fajardo. He had 12 straight completions until that incompletion. So second and 10 from the 50, the Riders 50. Fajardo drops back, his time wow. is gone. The Tiger Cats are all over him. Julian Hauser was the first one there and he had help. Micah Johnson wasn't far away. Jovan Santos knocks, there are flags. Jovan Santos Knox seemed to think it's a holding on Sask. Holding Saskatchewan number 66. Wow. That penalty's declined. Third down. We talked about it before the game, RJ. The, the, this Ticat defense needed to increase, needed to get back to their prowess of pressuring the quarterback, and they have. It's been unbelievable. I think that's the fourth sack tonight on Cody Fajardo. It is, and that that's, man, it's it's made a difference. And now, you know, that third and 20. Third and 22 here as they line up for the punt. And this is Dane Evans' chance to get back on the field and, and capture the lead. Well, let's see what the Riders do. They're punting into the win. Corey Vedvik, his last two punts, one was an onside attempt. The other one was a total missed hit that he was the first one to touch. This is a punt. And he'll float it up in the air. Lawrence Woods will take it just inside his 35. And he... Heads straight up the middle. The Riders finally bring him down at the Hamilton 50. So good starting field position for the Tiger Cats. They've already scored in this second half and trailed the Riders by just two with 7.53 to go in the third quarter. This is the Ticats Audio Network. Always great to get your emails and find out where you're listening from and you can win those Ticats tickets. So be sure to email Ticats at gameday.ca. Want to say hi to Larry Roberts and Arn Pryor, Tina and Larry in Tempe, Arizona. They're saying go Cats. Thank you, Tina and Larry. And Sammy Thomas from Lucan wants to know, Luke, if you have a Danny Mack story. Danny Mack is is just awesome. Obviously, Obviously, a couple couple years apart from in our careers, but he was just the kind of guy who had so much respect by everybody in this in the in the building, and the fan base here. When I first showed up to Hamilton, I, I had to like learn who Danny Mack was. He was everyone's favorite player, like from Ticat history. When I showed up and started interacting with the Hamilton folks, and just a great just a great guy for this organization. Wes Hills gets the carry, and finally the Riders have stopped him. Looked like it was going to be a loss, but Wes Hills battled to get 
back to the line of scrimmage. You're right about Danny McManus. Cucho always says during victories, he'd give credit to everybody else, and during losses, he'd take the blame. Yeah, exactly. That's that's, and when you you, you get a chance to speak with him, that's the exact impression that you get. He's just a, a true, true team guy. Tiger Cats on their own 50. It's second and ten now. Dane Evans back to pass, throws over the middle, and diving to try to make the grab was Durant. He can't do it. Boy, I Blaise thought, Brown was able to break up the play. I thought that was a really great throw by Dane. It was it was a it was 20, 25 yards down the field and put right in a spot to give Durant a chance at it, though it was tight coverage. Riders are slow to get settled here, Luke. They are. Tiger Cats got their punt team on the field quickly. Damagala with the wind. Pretty good punt. That'll send Mario Alford back to his own 14. Right, they go to his right, then to his left, and he ends up on his own 14. So the special teams does a great job for the Tiger Cats. Alford, a dangerous returner, and the Riders will start fairly deep in their own end when we come back. Under seven minutes to go in the third quarter, the Riders lead 14 to 12. This is the Tiger Cats Audio Network. I'm Kyle McGowan, number 19 on Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now back to Luke and RJ on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Thank you, Mike. Uh, good punt by Michael Damagala, and a good job by the special teams of the Tiger Cats, hemming the Riders back on their own 16. This is the worst starting field position for Saskatchewan in this game. They lead the game by two. Still in the third quarter, lots of time to go in this football game. Tiger Cats sitting in third spot in the East, but the Riders currently have a crossover. They need more points than the third place team in the East Division if they want to cross over. They've lost four in a row, and trying to stop that, the Tiger Cats want to make it five. A good start here for the Riders on this drive, a first down. The short passing game has been, I think, productive for Cody Fajardo tonight. At times where he's gotten the ball out of his hands and into a playmaker's hands quickly, uh, I think they've had a lot of success. He said he's already strung 12 straight receptions together earlier in this uh, third quarter. Darren Moore with exactly a 10-yard reception, wow. and Fajardo had no time, none at all. Micah Johnson, the quarterback sank. Man, that is what is, that's really what's keeping the Ticats in the game right now. That's the fifth sack, Cody Pichardo. Week one when these teams met, one sack for the Ticat defense and eight for the Sask defense against Dane Evans. And tonight they flipped that story around and they've got five already halfway through the third quarter. That's, that is what's keeping them in it right now. And this second and 16, huge chance for the Ticat defense. Cody Pichardo. On his own 21-yard line, trying to make something happen. He's going to keep this football, and he's still on his feet. Finally brought down Tunde Adelike right there, and Pajardo nowhere near the first down, and the Riders are going to have to punt again into the wind pretty deep in their own end. And it, it's of note, too, that the Ticats win the coin toss and defer to the second half, but instead of electing to pick their side so they could have the wind in the fourth, they took the ball. And so this is the wind quarter for the Ticats with it at their back. And this return from Lawrence Woods would be helpful in them getting this across center line potentially. Another odd formation for the Riders, just the long snapper. And now 
He's flanked by two on each side. Lawrence Woods has started to move up a little bit. This is going to be good field position for the Tiger Cats. Catches it at his own 50. He's across midfield. Riders stop him there. Tiger Cats will start this drive in Riders territory. And they are with the wind with plenty of time. 4.35 to go. They trail by just two. We'll be right back on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. This week on the Ticats Audio Network. I know he's the last one to win a Grey Cup here. Um, we've talked a couple times throughout my time here. Um, and really just things that he told me are a lot of things that, um, honestly, Dr. Edwards and me have talked about. Just trust yourself, play ball, like you're here for a reason. That's quarterback Dane Evans on tonight's Wall of Honor recipient. Danny McManus is heard with Louis Butko on Ticats today. Every weekday, new content drops on the Ticats Audio Network. 4.35 to go. It is a cool night in Hamilton. About 8 degrees, wind gusts close to 25 kilometers per hour. We're under the lights at Tim Hortons Field. There's a full moon right above the field. So we might see some odd things before this one's done. Mm -hmm. We've had our share already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we're still in the third quarter. Four and a half minutes to go in the third. The clock is running. Tiger Cats are down by two, but great starting field position on the Riders 52. Dane Evans fakes the handoff to Wes Hills. Now he's going deep down the near sideline. Tim White can't get a step on Blaze Brown, who's maybe being targeted by Hamilton a little bit, but he has been getting the upper hand on the last few plays. Yeah, that one a little out of reach for Tim White. And now with Dane with the wind at his back, we saw early in the game uh, uh, Dane underthrow two receivers into the wind. And you just got to, you know, it's tough to play all of that. A lot of contact down the field there between Tim White and the Sask defense there. I will say Wes Hills running the ball great. And you could hear the contact from the booth of him stepping up in the pocket uh, to pass protect there. West Hills up to 90 yards. Second and 10 from the 52. Dane Evans, good field position. Can he make it happen? The pass is deflected. It's deflected and it goes incomplete. There is a flag though. It's near the far numbers, right near the first down marker. This would catch one number 28. This is a 10-yard penalty that will result in a first down. That's a huge, crucial moment there for the Ticats to continue the drive. Although unearned, but but really, really needed at this time right here as their third quarter continues to, to tick away. Right? I mean, it's amazing, RJ. It's not been a clean game, right? Not, no. not a lot has gone all that well for the Ticat offense maybe with the exception of West Hills, and now you're already in field goal range that will put you ahead. On the 42-yard line of the Riders, West Hills has the football. Started to go up the middle, cut to his right, and he will get close to halfway to the first down. Always seems to be a minimum of five yards for West Hills. There is a rider down. Yeah, he's down right at the right where contact happened at the end of the run, and West Hills lowering his shoulder. Man, it's punishing to try to make those tackles all night. That's Mike Edom, free safety for the Rough Riders, and he's jogging off the field now. West Hills talked about it. He wants that defense to feel him because as the game goes on, maybe they'll 
think twice about wanting to tackle him. We're seeing some big yardage from West Hills. Yeah, we talked about the defensive pressure for the Ticats and the five sacks they have so far. And that, along with West Hills' production, is, has been the highlights of the game. Second and five for the Tiger Cats with the win. Just over three minutes to go in the third quarter. Down by two. Dane Evans, a delayed handoff to Wes Hills, and he goes to his left, then to his right, weaves his way through the riders, and he has enough for a first down. Presented by Active Green and Ross, the Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Yeah, a little miscommunication, actually. Dane, it was a, it was a design draw, and Dane st stuck his hand out and there was nobody there. And he just smart, I guess, to turn around and know West Hills. He and West Hills must have been on the, a different page, but still put it together for, for a first down. West Hills now with 100 yards rushing in the game. Two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. West Hills is going to add to those totals, breaks through the right side, and then he's brought down at the 25-yard line. Another gain of six or seven yards for West Hills. Everything looks a little different right now with the Ticat offense. You, you know, Tommy Condell normally is going to have five spread out there. Concepts developing on both sides often. And right now, uh, they, they, this is running formations. They've got, they've got one of their tight ends, at least in the game. They've got an extra lineman in the game right now and a three-receiver set. Yeah, you're right, Luke. And it's Wes Hills, so no secret what the Tiger Cats were going to do, but he got across the 25-yard line to the mm. 24. It looks like they're going to spot the No, the 20. Yeah, it looks like the 24-yard line, so he's a yard short, yard and a half. Yeah, you got to take the points here and kick this field goal to take the lead, which will be 15 to 14, if Seth Small can put it through and it's a reasonable distance at something like 31, 32 yards, it'll be pretty, I mean, really impressive by Wes Hills, you know, and, yep. and, and he's, you've got, you've got to give him, he's so hot right now, he's running, he's running hard, physical, and he's making, he's going straight vertical up the field, and they're really not having much success through the air. Well, this is, Interesting. Matt Schultz was setting up on the 31. Now he jumped up to the 30. Seth Small told him to move up a little bit, and Small steps up and hits the field goal from 30 yards. And the Tiger Cats have the lead. Not by much. It's 15 to 14, and there's 57 seconds still remaining in the third quarter, the quarter where the Tiger Cats have the win. These teams trying to get a victory to make their route to the playoffs better. Unlikely both these teams would make the playoffs. Tiger Cats still have an outside shot at catching Montreal for second, but they'd have to win all their games. Montreal lose all their games. So any combination of a Montreal win or a Hamilton loss would take home field in the playoffs out of the equation for the Tiger Cats, so that seems unlikely. So that third spot in the East, the Riders want to cross over. The Tiger Cats want to make sure that doesn't happen. And don't forget about Ottawa. They're still hanging around, too. And the Tiger Cats finish with a home-and-home home against the Red Blacks. 38 seconds to go in the third quarter. The clock is running. A handoff here to Shaq Cooper. He got to the line and tried to go a little further to his left and finally runs out of real estate, out of bounds, forced out by Cariel Brooks. And a late flag. A late flag right in front of the Tiger Cats sideline. 
I, I expect this is on Cooper. I mean, maybe it's a sideline penalty if, if Hamilton players are, are too close to the field where this play was sort of ending. After the play, objectionable conduct, Saskatchewan double zero. This will be a 10-yard penalty, and it is a misconduct. It will be second down. Wow, loss of down and a 10-yard penalty. That is crucial. And there was nobody around him when this flag got thrown. That means he, it was something he said. It wasn't like he was. Oh. Simone Lawrence <laughs> is in a ball cap and a hoodie on the sideline, and Cooper said something to him. Well, RJ, you're a Saskatchewan-born man. You yep. know the reputation that our Simone Lawrence <laughs> has out west. They don't love him. They don't love him. <laughs> And he, uh, Cooper, kind of lost his cool there for a second, and that is costly. But Simone Lawrence plays a factor in this football game, and he's not even playing. Fajardo under a world of pressure. Malik Carney is on his back. Foshan Joseph chips in. There's a flag back there, too. And that'll be holding on Sask and the sack for Fajardo. It'll holding. get to... Saskatchewan number 66. That penalty is declined. Third down. Wow. Wow, what a great, what a great drive stop there by the Ticat defense. Just making, uh, making tackles, getting pressure on Fajardo. Sask makes some mental errors there with a with an un, with a misconduct, and then you make them pay for it with another tackle for a loss. Just that's that. It's really, it's really keeping this game together for Hamilton. And they have to punt into the win. This will be the last play of the Good third point. quarter. Defensive play of the game, Simone Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good kick oh. from Vedvik. It bounces at the Hamilton 50. Picked up at the 45 by Lawrence Woods. He's across midfield, across the 50. Now he almost escaped to his left. He got across the 45 of the Riders. Lawrence Woods, welcome back. Missed four games. You add in the bye weeks. That's six weeks he was out. He looks healthy now. It's a good return. And the Tiger Cats are going to have good field position to begin the fourth quarter. We're through three quarters at Tim Hortons Field. And the Tiger Cats lead, but not by much. It's 15 to 14. Fourth quarter is next on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Fourth quarter underway at Tim Hortons Field, and Wes Hills gets the ball. Not a surprise. He's over 100 yards rushing, and he'll get about four or five on that run. He's, this is his first 100-yard rushing game since 2018 with Slippery Rock. Wow, how about that? He's been slippery today for the defense, but he's also welcomed contact in the riders. He is a slippery rock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Second and six for the Tiger Cats. They're in great field position. They're already on the Riders 39, but they're into the wind in this fourth quarter, leading the football game by a point. Dane Evans looking down the near sideline. Terry Godwin can't come up with it. He was step for step along that sideline with Jeremy Clark, this near sideline, and number 80 in his first CFL game. That would have been his first touchdown if he could have tracked that one down. Yeah, they've been so close. That's four deep balls that they've just just been slightly off it's kind of it's frustrating to watch you know and it's not and they've been they've been you know in contact too they haven't been you know free in space and and so it's in part you know getting getting you know space from your defender and of course dane making the right throw but it hasn't worked out yet 
This wind is clearly gusting quite heavily. Michael Damagala standing on the Riders 54. It's a low kick. Mario Alford. Oh, he touched it, and he didn't catch it cleanly initially, but he dove and jumped on it. And that's a great kick by Damagala. Yeah. Great job by the coverage team. And the Riders will have to start this drive inside their 10. Yeah, absolutely. And you see Damagala, and you'll continue to see that if you have the lead and the wind is against you, you know, you're, they're, take, they're eating up all the time that they can. And that was a really well-struck, you know, little, little pooch kick down there and almost a bobbled, a mishandled ball. Defense has started to figure out the riders. Last four drives, three punts and a turnover. 12 yards on 11 plays. That's all the Riders have had. Pajardo under pressure. He's in the end zone. He spikes the ball. Wow. Flags flying everywhere. Pajardo was in danger of giving up a safety. He was just desperate to get out of that end zone. And now there's some more rough stuff going on in the end zone. So there's some flags. This might be a while to sort this out. Way after the play, there was a wrestling match in the end zone. The, the, this Hamilton defense is all over these guys, and they've got no answer for the pass rush. The pass rush, the front five for Sask, it, it, it is, is affording no time to Fajardo, who almost one of these penalties is going to be on ground on, on Fajardo for grounding this from the end zone, right in his own backfield. And I think there's also a holding prior to that yeah. in the protection. I don't even know how they're going to sort through this, and then there has to be something misconduct style after the play there was legitimately they were they were wrestling in the end zone I don't think you're allowed to do that <laughs> no no not usually <laughs> Andre Pru the referees got his work cut out for him tonight see is it I, the, the Ticat coach O has got the safety motion so do the players on the on the field for the Tiger Cats they're saying this should be a safety wow they're, they're then they're working their <laughs> This referee crew, they've had some puzzles to piece together tonight. <laughs> they they have. There is two fouls on the play. The first foul is holding on Saskatchewan. That penalty is declined. Then we've got intentional grounding, Saskatchewan number seven. The ball was in the field of play. The ball will be placed at the one-yard line, and it will be second down. Okay. So I don't know, maybe Coach O was hoping that, I mean, the ball clearly struck the ground in the field of play, but I didn't, it seemed like Fajardo was flirting with the goal line. I don't know if that was Coach O's, was wondering if, if because he grounded it from the end zone, it was gonna be a safety. And, and, it, and it seems like that was not their ruling on the field. Well, there's more flags here and something's going, going on. on. Jovan Santos Knox was involved right in front of that rider's sideline. This is getting ugly. These two oh, teams yeah. meet twice a year in the regular season, and things are They're, starting to go sideways oh, yeah. right in front of this rider's sideline. I saw Joe Von Santos Knox over there and a crowd around him. I'm not sure exactly what had happened, but flags started flying in front of that rider's sideline. You can see some, there. They're trying to, they're, they're, Cam Kelly has been face mask to face mask multiple times tonight. And it's one of those, it's one of those 
scuffles that looks like it's just a just an inch away from somebody throwing a punch and having and causing real damage to their own team. But Joe Monsanto's Knox was on the ground at the Sask sidelines. Yeah, 30 yards away from where the ball is placed. I don't I don't really even play objectionable conduct misconduct Hamilton number 45 10 year penalty. Second down. How, how could you do that? I mean, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, we don't, I don't know. And they're the, the Hamilton defense is clearly upset with the call there. So there was obviously stuff going on from both sides. But you got to get yourself out of that position. You had you had them backed up on their own one yard line. Second down. I mean, there a lot of things can go wrong for an offense when they're that far back. And now you just gave them ten yards of breathing room. And they were all over Fajardo. So you'd have to think they'd be in. Danger of giving up a safety. This yeah. gives them some breathing room. And they Tiger don't. catch with momentum, but that's a bad penalty. And they don't have a true running back on the field. No, they don't. So on their 11, the Riders, it's second and seven. Fajardo taking time, has to go to about his fourth option. That's the check down to Shaq Cooper. And now he's trying to find an opening, and he gets running to his right. He gets past the initial wave of the Tiger Cats defense. They finally bring him down, and he gets enough for a first down. What an effort by Cooper. Unbelievable play. And I maybe... <laughs> Not a true running back, but Coop, but it is Cooper who's handling the responsibilities tonight and a great reception out of the backfield. And then he ran probably 40 yards to get that first down from side to side. And man, that was impressive. Everybody had overcommitted to the far side and Cooper was able to cut it back to his right. So now up to their own 23, fresh set of downs for the Riders. Looked like they were in all kinds of trouble. Cam Kelly went for the interception, didn't get it. And it's caught by Keon Schaefer-Baker, and he's close to a first down. Wow. And Cam Kelly has a knack for intercepting the ball. He can do it as good as any defensive back, but he misplayed that one a little bit and took a, took a chance at breaking that pass up. Keon Schaefer-Baker making another great play for his team. It's a one-point football game with 11.44 to go. 15 to 14, the Tiger Cats lead. They had the Riders hemmed deep, a penalty, and now a couple of first downs here for the Riders. They're measuring to see if this is a first down. And they're gonna say it's second down and about three chain links short of the first down. Danny McManus honored on the wall of, wall of honor at the Tim Hortons Field. So a lot of former Tiger Cats here. Rob Hitchcock, member of the Ticats Audio Network. He was the MC at halftime, but what a strange game. It's fitting there's a full moon on a cool night in Hamilton. This is where you gotta look alive as a, as a defense. The, the game is in a delicate balance and it's, and it's just an inch here and you never know how this is gonna play out. Third and an inch, Fajardo. Under center, Tiger Cats dig in. Pajardo dives ahead and gets a couple of yards, so plenty for the first down. He's across the 35-yard line now. At one point, the Tiger Cats had the Riders on their own one. And that has changed. Riders, well, more flags. More oh. flags are flying. Micah Johnson's fired up about something, yelling and screaming and it, the flag's gonna be on him for whatever he said, but 
he's got his own guys trying to calm him down and they can't. This is an incredible display of a lack of discipline right now. Yep. It, you, 15 yards have been given up on this drive alone for for fouls that have come after after the whistle. And obviously, obviously there's been an incredible amount of, of, of scrapping and, and, and aggressiveness tonight. But but Sask is winning that battle. I mean, they've but 25 yards free, you know, having to dig their way off their one yard line. Micah Johnson's been pulled off the field by the Tiger Cats. Riders up to their own 46 now. Fajardo's going to keep this football. He's across the 50. Brought down short of midfield. Riders need to get to the Hamilton 54, so a yard past midfield. And looks like they'll still be about five yards short. They've, they've slowly got some momentum back in their favor, this Sask offense, who had a really difficult third quarter. Thanks to some mistakes by the, the Tiger Cats. Some penalties have really helped out the Riders. It's second and five. They're on their own 51-yard line. They're with the wind in this fourth quarter, trailing by just a point. Pajardo, quick throw to his right, and Shaq Evans can't make the catch. He might have been gone. He couldn't make the catch, though. It's incomplete. That's the second drop from Shaq Evans in the second half, and that would have been a game-changing reception. Yes. He was running full speed at a lot of open field, and you never know what would have happened or if he could have taken it all the way. That one he will remember, I can promise you. You remember every one of those kind of drops. It's funny talking with... Darren Flutie and Danny McManus, they were talking more about their Grey Cup loss in 98 than the win in 99. Corey Vedvik, funny how that brain works. Uh -huh. Always goes to the negative. Lawrence Woods picks it up at his own 10, and he won't get much. He'll get across the 15, maybe to the 16 or 17. So the Tiger Cats into the wind will start fairly deep in their own end. There's 9.55 to go in the game, and the Tiger Cats lead by a point. We'll be right back on the Ticats Audio Network. Danny McManus joining so many greats in the Wall of Honor at Tim Hortons Field. By far the most passing yards in Hamilton Tiger Cats history. That will stand for a while. Dane Evans will try to put a dent into that lead Danny McManus has with under 10 minutes to go in the game. Dane Evans and his Tiger Cats lead 15 to 14. They're into the wind. Win. On the line, important for both clubs. Wide open receiver. It's caught by Tim White. He's over a thousand yards receiving in the season. After another big game for Tim White, that is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. Really great throw and reception. Just a curl route there inside of that low zone defender. Great execution. Right now, you've got a one point lead, and your defense is playing lights out if they can stop drawing or committing penalties if you can get a couple first downs even if you have to punt here what you cannot do is turn the ball over only second completion of this second half for dane evans they've been running the football a lot with west hills and as that ball was snapped the illegal flag was thrown. hamilton number 62 five yard penalty still first down boy that's a lot of a lot of penalties on the Hamilton offensive line as well. They, they, they've hurt themselves a couple times in this game. 
And here you go, you got a, fir a first and 15. You got to go get half of this right here on this play. And like I said, with the way that your defense is playing, it's not the worst thing to punt the ball. It is the worst thing to turn this ball over. And Dane Evans has to play smart through the end of this, through this last, last eight and a half minutes. First and 15, Hamilton on their own 25. Dane Evans back to pass. He's flushed out of the pocket, rolls to his right, makes the check down to Sean Thomas Erlington. And he will be tackled right about at the original line of scrimmage. So now it'll be second and nine. That's good, that was, that's a good job. Dane stayed patient, he moved all over the pocket, got flushed out to his right, and he got just just like we said, just about half of what he needed, and you gotta, you're back to a, a somewhat reasonable second and eight here. Terry Godwin, wide on the boundary side. First CFL game, Dane Evans throws over the middle, completes it to Anthony Johnson. Boy, he can stop on a dime. He did, he was full speed, running to his right, stopped, cut back to his left in a desperate effort to get the first down, and he's going to be, yes, it is enough. It is a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. A great effort by Johnson. Good job, I mean, he, I thought that he was gonna keep running towards the right side of the field for the Ticat offense and just get out to the sidelines. He put the brakes on and thought it was a better idea to try to cut underneath, and apparently he was, apparently he saw it the right way and was able to get to those sticks. That was a great conversion from what was first and 15. Now up to their own 40, Dane Evans hands off to Sean Thomas Erlington, and the riders are there, and it's gonna be a loss. Yeah, three receiver set like we've seen some in this, in this uh, second half, running formation and not quite as efficient getting that ball up to the line of scrimmage and too much penetration. And now you're stuck again with a tough second down. Wes Hill's back in the game now. That was the 24th rushing attempt for the Tiger Cats. That is the most they've had this season. It's been working with Wes Hills, who's rushed for over 100 yards. Here's a second and 11, a second and long. Tiger Cats have been pushed back to their own 39. Into the wind, fourth quarter, up by a point. Dane Evans waiting in the pocket and has a wide wow. open receiver up to the right. It seemed like it took forever to get to Wes Hills, but it got to him, and he motors upfield into Ryder's territory across the 45. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. What a what a night for Wes Hills. Uh, Tyler Ternowski, he started his waggle from 15 yards deep. <laughs> I gotta say, you know why he well, you know why he's good at that? He's been doing this since he was a kid. He's a he's a native Canadian and he ran that thing so hard, so well, he took everything with him off the top of the defense. Wes Hills was all by himself in the flats. Wes Hills, 139 yards total offense. Dane Evans fakes it to Wes Hills, makes the pass and completes it. Lamar Durant across the 40 of the Riders, couple of yards short of the first down. The clock is ticking away. They're doing a good job. This is, this is they're eating away at this fourth quarter. A couple tough conversions that they've made and now a reasonable second and three. Up to the Riders, 38. 
Handoff goes to Wes Hills. Goes to his right, then cuts up the middle. Needed to get across the 35. He did. And the Tiger Cats keep it rolling with an active Green and Ross first down. Another one courtesy of Wes Hills. Interesting. They went no huddle there, and it obviously worked. They kind of got him on, got him maybe by surprise, but no sense in rushing here. Um, you know, as as far as the game clock and game management goes, but good good job getting to the line and executing that second down here. Fresh set of downs now. Under five minutes to go in the game. Tiger Cats are up by one. They're on the Riders 34 into the wind under a full moon at Tim Hortons Field. Dane Evans hands it off. Wes Hills has it. Goes right up the middle. He's across the 30-yard line. Again, just a few yards short of a first down. Productive. They they really, I mean, in fact, this drive, they've overcome tough first downs and, or tough second down conversion uh, positions. and But throughout the night, and on this play here, West Hills has given them great production on first downs. They've been able to keep drives alive better because you can you can access your whole playbook with a second and four or second and three. It is second and four from the Riders 28. West Hills right behind. Dane Evans gets the ball. Little cut to his left and back to his right. And he got to the 25, needed the 24. We'll see where they spot this football. He's going to be really close to another first down. You are into the wind, but at the 25-yard line, you do have field goal range here. It's about half a yard short, and it's third down. This is They're a staying on the field. Here we go. Decision. Coach O says go for it. Only up by a point. Three and a half to go in the game. Dane Evans ducks under that offensive line and will wait for the signal. He should have enough. The officials are taking their time. There it is. It's a first down presented by Active Green and Ross. The Tiger Cats keep it rolling. What a call. What, what great execution by Dane and his offensive line. You think about it, RJ. It's not, it wouldn't have been crazy to take that field goal there, go up by four and force them to try to go get a touchdown with three minutes left. And now you have the chance to continue to eat this clock away. And it's good timing with the way this works here. They, the three minutes is going to tick down almost to 240 before they, this plays over. Just an unbelievable job by the Hamilton offense. Five seconds to go on the play clock. Three-minute warning coming up. Handoff goes to Wes Hills, and the Riders limit him to just a few yards that time. And the whistles are blowing because there's more interaction between the two clubs. And the officials get involved. The leaders of the team get involved, so no penalties that time. It's a Hamilton Tiger Cats lead. It's one point, 15 to 14. There's 2.43 to go, and the Tiger Cats are in a good spot to add to that lead. We'll be right back with the finish on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. This week on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. As you guys know, is the, the big game. I mean, Hamilton, they can, they can basically decide and eliminate one or the other um, from that, that final spot in the East. That's Glenn Suter from TSN on the much-discussed playoff crossover as heard on the CFL this week with host Bubba O'Neill. It's on Mondays. A new roundtable joins Bubba on the Ticats Audio Network, and that has been a big talk, the crossover. It looked guaranteed earlier in the season. Riders started 4-1. and one. They've been 2-8 and eight since. They've lost four in a row, and the Tiger Cats have a game in hand. 
the Tiger Cats can win this football game, they'll be within a couple of points and in a good spot to earn that third spot in the East Division. Keep in mind, the Riders, if they're going to cross over, they need more points than the third-place team in the East Division. A tie goes to the third-place team in the East. Doesn't matter. The season series, the head-to-head, -head, the Riders outright need more points. And that's a big key because they only have two games remaining after this. They're both against Calgary. This drive started on the Hamilton 17. 12 plays, 76 yards, over seven minutes taken off the clock. 2.25 to go. Dane Evans, that's tipped. Oh, boy, there were a lot of green and white over there after that ball was tipped, but it's incomplete. Nobody came up with it, and that will bring the field goal team on for the Tiger Cats. A.C. Leonard got a hand on that coming off the end. It was setting up a wide receiver screen to the four receiver side there. Now a chance to make this a four point game and that's those are valuable points. Two minutes and 20 seconds left. Seth Small three for three. He's hit from 39, 42 and 30. This is a 29 yard attempt. Matt Schultz the holder. Gordon White the long snapper. The snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is good. Seth Small, four for four in the game. This one from 29 yards, and the Tiger Cats extend their lead, 18 to 14, with two minutes and 17 seconds to go. We'll be back with this dramatic finish between these two teams fighting for the playoffs in moments. You're listening to the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Not only is it Friday night football on a Thanksgiving Friday, it's a full moon. Playoff implications, and not much time to go in this one. We've seen a, a lot in this game. Two minutes and 17 seconds remain. The Tiger Cats lead by four. It's 18 to 14. And now, Michael Damagala will kick this football back to the Riders. They are with the wind. With over two minutes to go, Mario Alford, dangerous returner, takes it at his own 17, gets across the 20, the 30, the 35, the 40, going right up the middle, gets across the 45, and finally the Tiger Cats get to him. It's a good return by Alford, and the Riders come on the field. A field goal does not do them any good. A 32-yard return. They're down by four. It was a really good return, and that, that's it's an interesting thing, especially in the CFL with the long end of end of games. Two minutes is a lot of time, and when you know you have to go for the end zone, then you get aggressive. So this is in no way over right now, and and you often see these late drives. Play wow. action, the pass goes to Keon Schaefer-Baker, and he gets to the outside on that far sideline. He's across midfield. It's a first down, Siskanshwin. Stays in bounds. So the clock will roll when they set this ball. And they're going to keep it moving quickly here. And Wow, big gain of 12 there. 51 yards left for them to drive. Up to the Siskanshwin, or to the Hamilton 51-yard line. Under two minutes to go in the football game. Saskatchewan's down by four. Fajardo low snap. Here comes the pressure, and he's sacked again. Malik Carney got his hands on Fajardo. Second, seventh quarterback sack of the game for the Tiger Cats. That's amazing. First game of this season, eight sacks for Sask, one for Hamilton, and right now, seven for Hamilton, one for Sask. <laughs> 
What a change. What in the world? That is, that is wild. And what timing in the fourth quarter of this drive to, to force a second and 15 now. Of course, it's three down football, so they've still got two plays to get that first down. They do have the wind behind them. The Riders do. Ball is right at midfield. Officially, they're calling it a second and 14. Tiger Cats defense, it's been reliable all season long. They're anticipating the pass. They've got a few extra defensive backs back there, and I'm not sure what's happening here. The ball hadn't been snapped, and the Riders, Keon Moore was running past the Hamilton 40. He was past the Hamilton secondary all by himself. Andre Prue, he's been a busy man, the referee tonight. Saskatchewan called a timeout with 1.45 left on the clock. Okay. So that was the reason for the whistle. And Moore just didn't want to stop his momentum. Cool night in <laughs> Hamilton. You, you don't want an injury. That's right. So he went for a little jog. Riders. Still second and 15. Yep. Riders call their timeout. Wind has really died down. It's it's much more still than it was at the beginning of, the, of this game. And I, I only laugh, Luke, because the, the Tiger Cats took the ball to start the second half, almost like they knew what the weather <laughs> yeah, was going to be at Tim Hortons Field. Second and 14. Ball right at midfield. Riders with the win. They're down by four. Minute 45 to go in the football game. Riders have lost four in a row. They want to... Get this crossover alive again. Fajardo pass was behind Jack Evans. He did a great job to make the reception. But Jovan Santos knocks the Tiger Cats leader in tackles. Got to Evans and prevented him from getting the first down. So now it's third and about five. Here it is. Riders have to go for it here. Minute 33. The clock is running. They need five yards to get the first down. They're in Hamilton territory on the Tiger Cats 46. Fajardo, pressure coming, gets the ball away. It's a high pass. Moore can't come up with it. It's incomplete. Tiger Cats get the ball on downs. <laughs> and after all the back and forth pushing and shoving, they are celebrating and kind of Kind of rubbing it in, RJ, that turnover on downs. This defense had an unbelievable second half to this game. Yes. I mean, seven sacks alone, that's a dominating performance. But then this turnover on downs when it was all on the line, overcoming your own penalties. Now it's Dane Evans' turn to try to finish this off with the ball in their hands. Here's the second half for the Riders. Punt, 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 turnover on downs. What a great job by the Hamilton defense, especially in the second half. And Wes Hills gets the football. The Tiger Cats have got to Cody Fajardo. Seven sacks tonight. In their previous five games, they had eight. So this Riders offensive line, it's been talked a lot about, especially in Saskatchewan. They can't protect Fajardo, and they have allowed the most quarterback sacks, and another seven will add to that total tonight. And, of course, CFL, so it's, it's not over. This second and eight <laughs> is important. The clock. 
Under a minute to go. Clock is running. Second and eight from the 48. Wes Hills. He'll get across the 50. It's not enough for the first down. So the Riders will get the football back. No timeouts left for the Riders. This clock will run down once the ball is set. And this ball will be snapped at around 33 seconds. You get the punt off. But, of course, they've got to drive the whole field. So, you know, you can expect sort of a, a low punt here from Damagala that hopefully won't have a great return for Ticat fans. Mario Alford is one of the best returners. He's standing on his own 14-yard line. Full protection here. The gunners are in tight. You can't, you cannot give up a block, which they've done once tonight. Riders look like they're going to go try to block another Damagala punt. Here they come. Damagala gets the punt away, and it's a good one. It'll send Alford back. It Great bounces catch. at the 20, picks it up at his own 14. He's across the 20 now, forced out of bounds at the 24-yard line. Impressive kick and an impressive protection there. And the risk of doing that when you max protect on the punt is, of course, then you don't have the ability to spread the net on the coverage team. But that kick was so well placed, you know, that they were they pinned the return into the corner here, and now. Pichardo's, here you go, here you go. You got one last shot with 23 seconds. You know, the, the biggest risk here, RJ, is a pass interference call downfield. Right. You've got to avoid that in the secondary and make a clean pass break up here. Saskatchewan's had 54 yards offense in the second half. They need 87 yards for a touchdown. Pajardo drops back. Throws, and it's way over the head of Shaq Evans. He was open, too, on this near sideline, right in front of the Riders' sideline. But it's incomplete. 18 seconds are on the clock. Tiger Cats lead by four. Yeah, that, that, that ball going incomplete is just as much a gain for Sask. You'd rather have the incomplete pass and the clock stopped than a three-yard gain. Crowd loud at Tim Hortons Field. They've been supporting this defense. Second and ten. That doesn't matter much. The clock is what matters. 18 seconds to go. Tiger Cats lead by four. Riders on their own 23. Pajardo under pressure, and he got away from it. Throws over the middle. It's complete. Justin McInnes makes the catch, but he's in the middle of the field. Tiger Cats able to bring him down. He's across the 40. Looks like just short of the 45. And the clock will run once they get the ball set. Now uh, there's. Injury on the field for Sask. And it is McInnes who caught that football. Great job by Cody Fajardo there. It, remember, I mean, this they have had no ability to hold back the rush, and it was no different on that play, except Fajardo just fought through the hands and the bodies there to buy time in the pocket to make a throw downfield. This, this sec, the job for this Ticat secondary. Please reset the game clock to read 10 seconds, 10 seconds. The, the job for the Ticat secondary has just been made, you know, they're helped so much by that pass rush when you have a quarterback that has no time to dissect your coverages. Tiger Cats come into this game off a loss. Haven't won back-to-back -back games this season. These final four games, they're what matter. Tiger Cats lead 18-14. to 14. It's a Clear, cool night in Hamilton. Thanksgiving weekend. Tiger Cats up by four. Cody Fajardo has the huddle as Justin McGinnis gets medical attention on the field. He's at about the Riders' 43-yard line. 
McInnes, who had that reception, is limping. Riders don't need any more injuries. They've been particularly beat up at the running back position. Didn't have a lot of experience there in this game. And they didn't get many rushing yards. Fajardo, by far, their leading rusher. Ten seconds to go. McInnes continues to limp off the field. He's at the numbers just in front of his sideline now. Riders are on their own 45-yard line. Tiger Cats lead by four. Riders need a touchdown. And the Tiger Cats are in the prevent defense. Just four on the line for the Tiger Cats. They have had pressure on Pajardo. Here's the ball. It's snapped to Pajardo. He's going deep. And it is intercepted. Siante Evans back in the lineup. Picks it off. Leads the league in knockdowns. Add an interception to his totals. And that will do it. There's no time left. The Tiger Cats win the football game 18 to 14. And they are in a good spot now to make the playoffs. They close to within two points of the Rough Riders, and they have a game in hand with games against Calgary and two against Ottawa remaining. Riders only have two games left, and they would have to outright beat the Tiger Cats in points to get that crossover. So the Tiger Cats needed it, and they got the victory. Yeah, wow. Different looking victory for the Tiger Cats. He had a really, he had spells of a very stuttering offense. But one thing that carried the day for them tonight offensively was Wes Hills. I mean, they, there's been games this year where the Tiger Cats have had no presence of a run game. And it's all fallen on the shoulders of Dane Evans, Matt Schiltzer, and whoever has been in the game. Tonight they had 132 yards on the ground just from West Hills alone. Uh, he had some impressive catches out of the backfield. Just a really all-around, all-star performance by West Hills. And then on the other side of the field, you had a defensive rush that was unstoppable. I mean, Cody Fajardo did everything he could to find, him, find time and find receivers downfield, but there was none to be found for him. Just an unbelievable rush. Time now for the Access Storage recap of the game. Score a touchdown with affordable storage. Access Storage has flexible storage solutions at a store near you. Try four weeks free. Details at accessstorage.ca. A lot of interesting penalties, some animosity between these two teams, but what really stands out, Luke, is the second half. The, the Tiger Cats defense gave the Riders Nothing. Incredible. I mean, four punts followed by two turnovers, one on downs and one to end the game on a deep interception. But 76 yards of offense total in the second half from, from Cody Fajardo's offense. That's, an, that's a dominating performance from that defense. Here's three things, RJ, that I'm, that I'm hesitant about after that victory. Okay. okay? <laughs> you have some serious You're not rain on the parade here, are you? <laughs> You've got some serious lack of discipline, that lack of discipline in the second half that you cannot carry into the next into the games to come. You also have a, a pass a passing attack tonight that had its that that really struggled to find rhythm. And then the blocked punt. You cannot go into the playoffs with a weakness like that with get, with turning it over in the special teams game. The most impressive thing, though, is that this Hamilton Ticat team was able to overcome those and to beat a team who came in here with everything on the line. They came in ready to play like this was a playoff game. If, and truly, 
I can't even mathematically determine if this is a possibility or not. If there, if it were possible that Hamilton and Sask met in the first round of the East Finals, if somehow Montreal was out of this thing, that would be the most incredible playoff game because these two teams do not like each other, and it was very evident tonight on the field. But that was a team win all around. In the areas where they lacked uh, efficiency and production, there was another area of their team that picked up the slack. Absolutely. The Tiger Cats prevailed. They get the victory. They knew they had to have it. 18 to 14. Tiger Cats beat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and certainly the Tiger Cats have helped their postseason aspirations. Tiger Cats postgame with Bubba O'Neill and Andy Fantuz is coming up next. For our executive producer, Peter McEwen, our technical operator, Michael Steyer, our statistician, Jeff Girdet, and for Luke Tasker, I'm R.J. Broadhead. Thanks for listening to Hamilton Tiger Cats football on the Tie Cats Audio Network. Tie Cats Audio Network.